Hey everybody, welcome to Sp- Space Anime, the finale. It's the Sex finale anime. of the season. Sex I anime, city anime. anime. <laughs> God, right? <Yeah. laughs> I think in a way that'd be better. Honestly, yeah, I think I could do some better vamping and or riffing over hentai than this. <laughs> For being all like, oh, this movie fucking sucks. Hey everybody, yeah. we watched Sex in the City 1, the film. For some all- reason. Oh, God. <sighs> God, all two and a half fucking hours of it. Which, yeah. by the way, hey, hey, I know a lot of times we do these goofs in these movies and stuff, but no, really, don't watch this one. It's really not no. worth it. Like, it's it's really not. Like, this thing is a monument to, like, vapidity and wastefulness in a way that's kind of... It's kind of amazing. I would told. literally recommend people watch either Grown Ups 1 or 2 over this film. That's how yeah. much I hated this film. About that. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I uh, luckily did not have to take notes for this movie. So what I did is I went into another Discord channel and I just started streaming it in a voice channel, and people just popped in to see what this was. And so eventually, by the end, I had like nine or ten people just watching this terrible, <laughs> terrible movie with me. So you just baited a bunch of people with just oh, a mystery video, yeah, uh, and Sex in the City. But I guess I'm here anyway. <laughs> yeah, but of course, during the uh, process of watching it, we were kind of like you know talking about shit, and when it came up why I was watching it because of the podcast, and so the discussion got brought up of uh, you know, some of the people I've not seen grown ups. So we watched oh, that no. as a palate cleanser after watching <laughs> Sex in the City. And that and really says all you need real, to know about real this talk. Film. Grown ups is a better film than this i yeah i the thing is i was like not sure about it but after watching it today and you know taking all the notes and everything (laughs) i went back and reviewed you decided to post some choice some choice frames from grown-ups and really make it seem like a banger of a film uh (laughs) managed to cut out like the thing is grown-ups occasionally i did go (laughs) sex in the city I think more often than huh was just this is a film of I I wonder like who this film was for because like even I don't know it's two and a half fucking hours long it's not for fans of the show because um so Riggs and I did something for this film as well I discovered that the whole of the Sex and the City series is up for free on Amazon Prime Um, so we watched the pilot before watching okay. the film. We decided, okay, let's watch the beginning. This is going to be all of the context <laughs> that we will get from literally yeah, any yeah. of this. Yeah, watch the beginning, watch the end, and we're watching the pilot, and the thing is, the pilot is extremely 90s. It's so very 90s, and it's like gender politics and the breaking the fourth wall and everything, but it made us laugh. Like, it's genuinely... It was a decently yeah. directed episode of television. Yeah, it was It also, was fine. It was funny. It, it was It was okay. I, we could see why this show got popular. You know, independent women making it in the city. I was going to say, that's like the... That's the big thing, right? Is like a lot of it, even if it was... Even if it was in retrospect and hindsight, maybe a little bit misguided, the spirit was there, right? Like yeah. the spirit for yeah, feminine empowerment. Like, women, yeah. like, that was a big thing. And of course, yes, it was pretty misguided and a lot of the things are maybe not so great but it tried Very right like that was the plan gender politics you can absolutely like yeah. you know see the 90s women are ceos too now yeah um, way, at, the very, but, at the very least it was pro women i think yeah. that's kind of the beginning and the end and this movie i mm, <laughs> i don't I know questions yeah. about Question what the morals of this we're gonna be <laughs> so, uh, holy no. shit yeah so <laughs> hey you know what no we don't no we yeah. don't 
All right, so I have broken this down into zero uh, into ten minute chunks, so I will let you know. So you will get a good feel of the pacing of this episode. Uh, we go from zero all the way up to two hours and twenty minutes to two thirty. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, we open up with just a quick intro of the cast, and it is done in the most montage getting you used to the characters we only have two minutes style of shit which is really baffling because they have much more than two minutes <laughs> i would like to say it's like a <laughs> recap of everyone's major plot arc throughout the entire show as it was told yeah. by sarah jessica parker with this was done like using clips from the show right like they yes, didn't yes. film it looks this. like okay. it yes yeah. yeah 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 and it also shows that they all got a happy ending they all got the, the show closed. It ended like it clearly did. They all got went through. They were supposed to be. They all got their ending. It resolved. It closed. It ended. Yeah. So now like, they have the to open up this, again. And fuck up everything. <laughs> yeah. The, op- the opening of this film is like yeah. It's like the reminiscing ending of like Happy Years or some shit or uh, Wonder Years, and it's just kind of like yeah. And then I retired off into the mountains to Wood Whittle, and you know she got married, settled down, had some kids, and oh she's a big shot CEO in Hollywood, and yeah it just. And it's like, oh, okay, so why are we doing a movie? And it's like, yep. well, because yep. we're going to fuck it up. And now it's three years <laughs> later. Oh, God. Oh, God. There's so... only one of them. There's only one of them that gets out of this with her relationship unscathed. Yeah. And it's maybe and the least deserving. She has to poop her pants. Like, <laughs> she poops her pants because she's racist. You forget that part. True. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh my god, we'll there's literally there. a lady who shits her pants because of xenophobia. Yeah. So, okay. So, the main character... Um, Whose name I already forgot, but it starts with a C yeah, for I, sure. Yeah, I gotta say, like, I don't remember. <laughs> I remember Sarah Jessica Parker. I remember the racist one. I remember the slutty one. I remember the bitchy one. So, like, I don't know their names. I'm sorry, but I'm just I'll gonna just say, kind of refer C to them is like the that. protagonist. M is who goes through oh, a really two, bizarre divorce arc. There are two C's. Yes. I always made sure to write out the second one. Yes. So C is always going to be Sarah Jessica Parker in these notes. Charlotte Perfect. Fox. That is a separate <laughs> note. <laughs> Okay, so we, after this quick intro, they, they're going apartment shopping. Um, She's looked at 33 apartments so far. Isn't that crazy? I say having flown to Colorado to search for apartments for a whole weekend. Uh, no, it's not really. If, <laughs> yep, the market sucks. In, in her defense, I have been apartment shopping in both cities that have a lot of, lot of apartments, say Phoenix, and ones that do not say San Francisco. And it's very different mm-hmm. between big cities versus oh, other cities. Oh, no, no, like I'm aware. I'm just saying, like, acting like 30, looking at 33 oh, apartments is, like, totally ridiculous. It to was me, that's very like, much supposed to be that. Like, it was yeah. said as if, oh, Oh, we've looked at 33 as if she was like petty and just didn't like the one she was shown for dumb reasons. But unfortunately, yeah, in 2020, it comes off very much as just like, oh my God, just pick one. Especially when like, nope. oh, okay, so they go up into the apartment and <laughs> it's a building they love or whatever. They go in and it's just not good enough for them for whatever. Like the lighting isn't good. There's only one window. Oh, it's kind of gross. It's then such ask, a oh, New York there- apartment. Like... Yeah, two is like, the thing. It's got the radiator. It's the windows are exactly the type, but we would know. It's not bougie enough. We've seen. Them. I have. Li- I have literally stayed in smaller apartments by like a lot. Like yes. even their dire, terrible apartment. I was like, oh, that was about four times bigger than Ellie's. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, <laughs> that works pretty wild. 
Uh, so they go to another one, and it's this huge, ridiculous, well, massive room. It's the penthouse floor of the building they were in. She's like, oh, there's another one, but it's outside your budget. And they click on PH penthouse, and they have a look. And it's like, oh, my God, rich people. Fuck them. Yeah. And then, uh, then they go in, and she loves it. And, of course, then the big thing is, oh, can we really afford this? And then Mr. Big immediately presents his only redeeming character trait. Having money. <laughs> <laughs> it should be noted, because I was confused here, uh, Mr. Big is apparently her longtime boyfriend. Yes. Yeah, yes. it's... It, that's, like, one pilot. of the main drives in the series. Yeah, like, it's her and him go back and forth for, like, ten years over the yes. course of the series yeah. or some shit. So, um... And, yeah, like, they have a long history of breaking up, getting back together, all this shit. It just sounds like a real nightmare, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, Basically, yeah, how the relationship goes in this also seems like a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> We yeah, also so, wondered if this was a show that started the trend of nicknames for the like the guy. Like, for the rich sugar yeah, daddy. Like Mr. Big and, you know, Fifty Shades. Christian, Christian Grey and like that kind of shit. Like they all now yeah. have like nicknames. We're like, was this the show that started that? <laughs> Could be. Um, so yeah, he basically says, oh, it's fine. I'll pay for it. And then they cut to a discussion of the girls all talking about it and then being like, oh, he said he'd pay for it. It's so magical. Because, again, the only redeeming character quality <laughs> the main character ever presents about Mr. Big is that he has money. There's literally rich. nothing else. It's unfucking believable to me. This character, like, what, what they the, never say they love each other in like, any kind of specific way outside of, well, you have money, I guess. It's one of the fuck. things uh, my friends and I noticed when we were watching this, Mr. Big does not have any friends or family. No. 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 He exists. No, in a he is a void. He, he also into- ceases to exist from minute like 50 yeah. plus in the movie he until barely, two hours hits. He barely exists in this film that's nominally about him and Carrie, but no, 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 no. It's just about Carrie, actually. Um. So after they have that quick discussion, um, they also mention, hey, Sarah Jessica Parker's character, do you want to keep two apartments or just the, do you want to sell and live in the one nice penthouse one with your boyfriend or whatever? <sighs> or do you just want to keep having two apartments? Um, I know how much you love having another apartment. It, oh my well, you God. can have a vacation <laughs> this, apartment, you know, like a summer this, house apartment. This line read made me want to die like everything about this scene was just like oh this is the so worst bougie. yeah yeah uh, and they immediately go from there to a jewelry auction oh <laughs> yeah so like i guess the slutty one flew back from la all the way to new york to have a jewelry auction I, I want to be clear here. When when Kubo says the slutty one, that is literally her character. Yes. Like, that a, is yes. how they I'm write not, her yes. and frame her. I'm not saying that as an insult. I'm it's, saying as no. a statement yeah, of it, fact. It, yes. It's a statement of fact. Like her literal character introduction is like, yup, she started to settle down, which is weird because she's a crazy sex addict. <laughs> like, it's like, well, her whole really plot arc up. in this movie is about yeah. how she can't just have sex with one man. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. in an amazing relationship, but it sucks because she can't have sex with, with another man. With such a hunk, too. Like, he's far above her. I'm sorry. That dude's a hunk. Yeah, also, they have this, fuck. like, Venice Beach house that's, like, fucking 15, 20 million dollars. But, yeah, that's for later. But, yeah, they're at an auction, which is very on the nose because the auction is some lady who married a billionaire and then he dumped. No, she didn't, sure, she didn't yeah. marry him. I she thought that was the. She shacked up with him for a few years and then yeah. he ditched her. 
So yeah, I thought that was supposed to be like the people that like lived in the penthouse they were taking. Like, wasn't that the whole no, line of connection? No. Well, I think it was no, just a random. Say, it they was said just that as well. Oh. So, so here's the thing. So the penthouse, they specifically had a one-off line asking, how did this get freed up? And they just said, nasty divorce. And then they went to the auction, and that also oh, was a different divorce. Totally related. It wasn't a divorce because they were yeah they were married, and that's yeah. because like oh well that's if you're thing. not married then you don't have rights to stuff. So she's selling off the jewelry to get money back. Yeah. This film because, is like ridiculously heavy-handed. It yes. should be said every plot point. They like write a little sign in a sharpie and hold it directly <laughs> up to the camera for you just to make sure that you're catching that. And this oh, one is. If you're not married, you can never truly trust your partner, which yeah. is the saddest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. I have things to say about that discussion when we get to it for the because there will be a lot. Big talk to it. Yeah. The other yeah, thing so, about this film is it's so predictable as well because there's the oh auction God. and the slotty ones like I really want this ring. I really want it. We're gonna go bid on it. So they go bid on, it. and then there's a lady on the phone who's also bidding for it. And right here, you know exactly where this is going, right? You know who's on the other end of the phone. Like, they don't bring it up for a long time. Yeah. But you know. And then she ends up not winning it. The person on the phone gets it. And then she's like, I draw the line of 50,000. And then makes a sad face. And yeah, that that in particular. So I was only 10 minutes into this film at this point. And uh, this is when I decided, ooh, I'm really going to hate this, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So after this auction, we get, I, I just wrote a discussion of marriage, not realizing that was this whole film yep. and that's yeah. all this oh, film is. Fool. Yeah. I, I assumed it was going to be something. So yeah, it's a discussion. I think of just like, it's hey, Carrie and should we get talking married? and like, they're talking about yeah. like how they're going to sell the old apartment and shit. She's like, well, you know, I'm kind of concerned. Like I don't have any rights to the apartment since like I'm not on the lease or whatever. And so like they kind of casually experience like, well, we should get married then. And, she and, like, could and, just get on the lease though. Yes, but they're idiots. No, so. no. <laughs> but it, it, it is a no, very but, like, well, are you all right with marriage? And like, yeah, I'm all right with marriage. And then are you all right with marriage? And like, yeah, it's whatever. Well, this is cast, get married well, then. This is, the thing. this is cast later as a very unromantic way to discuss marriage. But it, it honestly is kind of realistic. This is so realistic. <laughs> you have right? an article about that shit. Yeah. 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 You, well, especially if you've been in a relationship with someone for ten fucking years. Yes. Yeah, like you could. <laughs> well, that's pretty much how we discussed it when I was like, we were figuring out how I was going to move to America on a visa. We're like, okay, well, the most sensible one is like the fiance one. Like, so right, yeah, yeah, let's this get works. engaged. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of like the happiest uh, couple I've uh, couples I've known like when I was growing up were people who yeah just got married way late in life and like some of them they're like eh, it borders on a business arrangement but eh, we're pretty great <laughs> like it just I don't know the whole concept of acting like this is some terrible sin is it, it's <laughs> already like a, it's like kind of a sweet scene and then you you look back later yeah. in the movie and realize yeah. wait they thought this was yeah they thought this was terrible romantic. they they thought this was awful it's like oh. Oh no! This and was compared, fun. spoilers compared to the later proposal. This one's kind of a lot more heartwarming, honestly. Yeah, like yeah. it's very real, and it's just it's, it's more two adults anyway. kind of having because the later one's yeah, like super and, romantic and sappy yep. and shit. And this one is just yeah, it's two people who have been in a relationship for ten years who are making a decision as adults to move forward, and it's very real and good. And don't worry, they ruin it. Yeah. So after that. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, also, uh, when they do decide to get married, uh, he asks, ah, do you want a diamond ring or are we just going to skip that? And she's like, nah, no ring, but give me a big old closet. Yeah, there was a scene earlier when they were looking at the... Yeah, when they were looking at the apartment, she really loved the apartment, the entire place, except for the master bedroom's closet was shitty for some reason. And so she's like, I want a bigger closet. And like, there's a montage later of them. fine. It was a reasonable closet. Dude, the one later on is bigger than some places I've lived in. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, after that, then they're like, she's at a, this is another really common thing in this film. So I'm just going to start summarizing it as meal recap where a thing (laughs) just happened, like literally just occurred. And they cut to the girls sitting around a table, having dinner, literally recapping what just happened. So this um, is from the, the show. That, this must be. We don't yeah. know exactly. We saw it at least once in the first the episode. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And it's it's very much the whole they break the, fir- the fourth wall kind of thing. But here's the thing. It works in a 24-minute television episode. It does not work in a movie. Yeah. When you do it once and it's a final thing, because like even yeah. and this, holy shit, you want to, y'all ready for a poll? Because I'm about to pull some <laughs> shit that no one expects. Pineapple Express. So the ending <laughs> of that film, uh, hold, hold on. So <laughs> they do the whole thing and then they do the goofy, everyone sitting around at a diner, just kind of talking about what happened and they're all a mess and stuff. But it's once. They do it yeah. once at the end and it's a human character moment. Also, and that very good. Stoners, so, you know, that's about <laughs> also the, that you have to recap for people that have the attention span of yeah 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 (laughs) we already (laughs) forgot what we were doing yeah (laughs) but um and this is like it happens so often it's wild so uh yeah meal recap one uh someone screams and gets very loud we start uh, to realize that stupid racist one charlotte yeah yes okay i gotta write this down i'm taking notes of which one's which so i can address them properly yeah 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 perfectly which one we are um but yeah the uh she stands up and screams and everyone applauds and it's a big dumb scene. Yeah. We also get the first inkling that uh, M. M- Miranda? Miranda. Miranda, that's the redhead uh, Melman? bitchy one, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she kind of ref- just reacts to this whole thing in a really negative, shitty way. Like She's just like, oh, my ear, don't yell. Like, and it's oh, like, I, I hey, figure your that's her entire character engaged. is her being a jerk, right? She, well, she's it's, a very it's just like in the, the logical pilot, one. Yeah, she's very yeah. uptight. Business, 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 lady. business lawyer lady. Yeah, mm-hmm. business, business, um, business. So then we get to the uh, wedding planning scene, oh, uh, which oh lord, um, this is just yeah, yeah, gripping and rip it, bud. Yeah, we need it <laughs> on this one. Uh, this uh, so this scene is just like they talk about the wedding plans and how it should be just like a small seventy five person wedding. That's and not then like oh, seventy five. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, that yeah. was my wedding, and it was too big. <laughs> As someone who spent entire summer setting up weddings, yeah, no, seventy five is big. That's well, a big wedding. Uh, so yeah. Uh, oh they yeah, there's a this. gay friend here, by the way, as well. Sa- she- yes, of course, sassy gay friend is here. Sassy He's a wedding friend. planner. He's in the pilot. Yep. No, no, that. It was the oh, other sorry, sassy wrong. Gay sassy. Sassy. There's, there's two sassy, sassy gay, gay friends, friends in this friends. movie. <laughs> Yeah, there's a sassy gay friend, and then there's the hired sassy gay friend, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the bald bo- one is from the pilot. Yes, the bald one is in the pilot, yeah. and they're both single, so I think you can guess where that's going. And the no? Other- <laughs> they, they get a lease together? <laughs> the other thing is the sassy gay friend. is like She has her outfit, which is kind of like a, a, a white, creamy blazer and skirt, and the gay friend is like, oh my god, that's hideous, and she puts it away, but you know where that's going as well, right? Mm-hmm. And okay, for the record, 
it's pretty bad. It was I a bad say, wedding dress. Yeah. For a wedding it's dress, not, not a great. It's like a, a like a satin sheen cream pantsuit kind of shit. Like it's wild. Like, it, it's better than what happens later. I would say, <gasps> honest, honestly. Yeah, during this whole so, yeah, wedding the, plan montage, she's like super like getting everything she wants. She's going like kind of like manic about everything. And it just builds and builds yeah, and builds. Yeah, it just keeps building with more, like, shit that she wants. Yeah, because, like, she ends up going to her editor, and her editor is like, we need to feature you you in your Vogue marriage. magazine. And, like, do the whole thing in a photo shoot her little last single girl. Not if you agree. And she does the coin is, thing, and then Was that nods. a thing from the show? Like, was she, like, a famous, like, fat, or, like, well, she was a pilot, or something? In the pilot, she has a column called Sex and the Same. Oh, that's I see. What, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it's from. She I was a writer, like a beat writer, basically. Yeah, I guess she then gets writer. hired um, to do a proper... She does, like, three books. Um, I know that that's... Yeah, they the say movie. that in the movie. I, I think maybe she was hired by a magazine. I don't know, because we only watched the pilot. But <laughs> it, it yeah. started with her. She's breaking the fourth wall because she's, she's writing an article about sex. Yeah, like, I got the impression that she was, like, kind of like a known entity within the, I guess, mm. relationship advice world. If that's yes. a thing. By the end of the yes. show, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so then they, of course, also have the... Another very good recurring theme of, well, once a woman hits 40, she's unmarriable. So uh, hurry up, because that's, I guess, a theme. That's a thing they say, which is very cool. Thank you. It's really weird because the end of the film gets to like, oh, but we're getting older, but it's great now. But like the film is also extremely when you hit 40, you're old and you're going to die like a lot. Yeah, God. was this the scene uh, where they followed it up with the photo shoot for the magazine, or is that yes. later? Yes, yes, this is. Yeah, so yeah this is that's the most, why like, I listed is nothing plot listing like, brands. Yeah, this yeah. is like five minutes of a photo shoot of her in like different like dresses and, and shit, and there's absolutely nothing going on. No, and they're all ugly, especially the one she ends up with that gets sent to her from the label because we saw you in the photo shoot and we just knew you had to have this dress. Yeah, it's and it's so never ugly. Talking about Literally not a thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's so ugly. I need I need to describe this dress because it's so ugly. It's I like, like the hair. The hat piece better. Oh my dress. god, <laughs> that comes up later. And it's fabulous, but yeah. And it's like it's two color. The top of it, like the bodice and part of the skirt, is like gold. And the material is this awful, shiny, terrible thing, and it's all poofy, and, like, the dress doesn't actually even fit her properly. It's too fucking big, so you can tell that she's literally taped into this, and it's just hideous. It's it's so like, ugly. It's like pushing it's a cream puff through a keyhole. Yeah. Oh. A few good moments in this movie was saying, a guy saying, yeah, it's like trying to push a cream puff through a yeah, keyhole. Yeah, like, the, and like the delivery. trying to get her into the limo later yeah, on. Yeah, into a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the few, in retrospect, pretty funny lines, unfortunately tanked by everything surrounding by it the and movie. the bad delivery. Yeah, like, that is kind of funny in retrospect. Trust me, was not funny in the movie. <laughs> I really got to say that, Basically, all the dresses in this film are fucking hideous. <laughs> There's such, like, high fashiony dresses they, that are... Yeah. It was They're the 90s. So it was a different time. Wait, this no, was 2008. 2008. <laughs> it was 2008. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Easy to forget. This film was made in 2008, everyone. Just it was pretty yeah, late sure. That was another thing to discuss with my friends, like, how bougie and, like, fucking upscale this movie is for the fact that this came out right as the fucking market yep. and everything fucking crashed, which yep. is this mm-hmm. the funniest, perfect... 
God, and it is yeah. like in the like they're generally portrayed as you know fairly affluent because they live in New York having their own jobs in the TV show, but like they kind of cross the line into fabulously wealthy when one of them is basically a Hollywood agent and another one is a best-selling book author who has a boyfriend with like hundreds of times her net worth. Yeah. And it really does like kind of click it up from like the 5% to the 0.1%. Yeah. It's funny because like she has like, she, you know, has a famous bestselling book and she has her home, you know, apartment. She's, in by herself in New York, which means she has a decent amount of money. Like, but she, then, like, she, was, she goes she was, to this penthouse. She was your affluent friend. Yeah. yeah, she went from your affluent friend to just someone in high society who's totally unreachable and unrelatable. Yeah. Yeah, I, Mr. Like, I think they said Mr. Big was like a real estate dude or something. Like, that where you got to yes. be? He's an investments guy. Yeah. He's, yeah. Oh, here's something funny from the pilot. Uh, someone says that he's the next Donald Trump. Yes! Great. Like, just in the middle of it. I think it's a slutty one. She totally does, yeah. The slutty one calls him the next Donald Trump, but good looking. I thought most New Yorkers hated Donald Trump. They do. Yeah. Okay. But he's rich. (laughs) Like, it's it's in the context of Samantha's trying to sleep with him. Yeah. Oh, I see. So she's like, the next Donald Trump, but good looking. Yeah. And that's the way that he's introduced in the the television show. There you All go. right, so minute minute twenty, uh, we cut to a scene of them in bed, uh, like uh, this is Carrie in bed, main character, yeah, yeah. Carrie, Carrie, and Mr. Them. Big. Um, this yeah, is those fuckers. Cute scene. She, she goes in bed wearing a necklace, which profusely bothered me. Like, <laughs> ma'am, you might fall asleep in that. It's gonna be a mess. Yep. Please take off your necklace You're before break going it to bed. Best. I oh, I used to not take my necklace off. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. It drives me up a wall. <laughs> yeah, like, the point of the um, scene is that he's like reading or she's reading poems from yes. great men kind of thing. And it's like, love, why love didn't letters, you yeah. ever send me any love letters? And then he's like, and this doesn't pay off for another two fucking hours. Well, the thing is, like, well, if you ignore the payoff. <laughs> it's fine as a it, scene. It's like, you know, she's reading love poems and he's like, well, I didn't need to send you a love letter. You're right here with me. I, I can, we're, I we're can right just here. tell you I love you. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you know, that's kind of sweet. It, it's fine. Their relationship is actually kind of nice, like, at the start of it in yeah. the in a way that is completely antithetical to being in a movie is really the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, kind of like boringly they, nice. Yeah. It's a really normal ass relationship yep. between two adults. Yeah. And then of course they ruin it. So yep. um <laughs> so we cut to uh, uh again I'm forgetting her name. Miranda. Um Mabel. <laughs> <They're with family. laughs> uh it's very bad. The dinner is bad. They're yelling about stuff i can't remember the families being uh, they were out at a restaurant and like one of the so miranda and her husband have a kid uh i guess oh right it was the milk thing and it, yes. yeah this stupid shit oh my god yeah and like they have a, like a nanny that helps them out and for like miranda was getting all upset saying she wants to go home she's tired and like the nanny goes and takes the kid off someplace and then he's like you could let the nanny eat her food you know she's not done with her meal yet and like that's where they were going with that saying yeah they're basically like miranda's uptight um and i feel like yeah but i feel like the husband's also a bit of a jerk because like when he makes a comment about the light when she's like well you always have to criticize me and i'm like yeah he kind of does always have to criticize this will come up later and be much worse yes it kind of seems like they have a little cute moment at the end where they seem to make up and they go home and have sex um Mm -hmm. and it gets bad but yeah basically they're having sex and she's like 
uh, he she wants the, to. She hits the yeah. Dave Chappelle wrap it up clock. Yes. And he's, yeah. uh, he's like, uh, what, really? Well, yeah, then he's like, like she you... says they have to wake up in four and a half hours. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, quickie's all you get when you have to wake up. <laughs> yeah, like, again, this is one of those things of like, it would have been fine if there was any communication between yep. the two of them. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. if it, all she had to do was look down at her watch and go, I do not have time to possibly fuck at this juncture. We must hurry. <laughs> and then it would have been fine. Yep. But instead... He yeah, she's just like oh, we gotta hurry up, you know. I got the thing. And he's like oh, I'm just getting. We finally have sex, and you want to hurry it up? So there you have this whole their sex we life is had bad. Sex, yada yeah. yada. Also, yeah, one thing yada, that yada. is important for the goddamn the fucking two hound two hour twenty minute mark is yep. that like while they're at the restaurant, she gets like a milk mustache because she's sipping a latte or something, yes. and he's like, you got something on your lip, and like she takes offense to this. Because and like she's they, like, well, that's again, her I think it's because like he's off. always yeah. criticizing her. Yeah, even know? though he wasn't criticizing, he was just pointing out you got something on your lip. It looks weird. It it was just a matter of this was the popping off yeah. point for yeah. sure. And then like he even tries to like do a nice thing and like even it out and be like, here, see, look, let, let me get one and just well, like kind of gets his lip and kisses him back and gets it back on her lip and you're like, oh okay, they made up. Okay. Yeah, they have realized this was ridiculous and a silly argument to have at a dinner table, and they are being adults, but a lot no. Yeah, so after Miranda <laughs> has the sex talk with the dude here, they go to another uh, lunch recap scene with the four girls about yes. what their sex lives are like. Literally, my notes are, there was a sex chat, and I zoned out. It was yep. another meal chat. <laughs> I think the only important thing from the sex chat is that Miranda hasn't had sex with her husband in six months, and the other women are fucking appalled at this, even though I'm, like, so She's locked. raising a kid, and she has a job. And... Full-time job. I'm yeah, really but they also say that the other one was job. the dumb one, Charlotte or whatever. She had, yes. like, sex five times a week or something like that, which yeah, is it's it's a bit much. I don't know, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I. But she has a kid too, so like she's fitting the time in. So I mean, honestly, it's just a matter of scheduling. Does Charlotte have a job? Does Charlotte have a job? Is Charlotte in this movie? I don't know, but she's married to the spider from the fucking Game of Thrones, so like I don't know. Yes, she doesn't seem to have a job. She doesn't do anything in this film. So she has plenty of time to fuck a husband. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, I I guess. Yeah. Um, So now we cut to. Uh, the hunk walks up to yes. Samantha. Yeah, back in California. Yeah. The one. predictable and thing happens. However, shout outs to the presentation. Kind of funny. Not Didn't sell it well, but in <laughs> yeah. theory. Actually, uh, he walks scene. up. Yeah. yeah, he walks up with his boxers. And again, just like super male model, super cut dude. And he's got like what clearly looks like quite an erection coming out of the front of his shorts and he just kind of walks up to her as she's talking on the phone and just kind of like puts it in her face and is like huh huh and then like she and she's like I got it and brings it out <laughs> yeah, she's like uh, I gotta I gotta deal with this and like it hangs up the phone and grabs it and yeah it's the it's the diamond that she wanted to buy but he bought it for her and he even makes a pretty clear point she's like it's it's a diamond and it's a ring, but it's not a diamond ring, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, we're not getting, but don't worry, I'm just getting you a gift because I love you. This dude is like you. the nicest, hottest <laughs> guy, guy like a, the nicest hot guy like, you've ever met. Like I get <laughs> this the guy is easily the best person in this film. Yes. <laughs> like, it's not even close. Yeah. I, so like I get the romantic gesture of like you know buying her the gift that she wanted, and I understand why she was upset. She wanted to buy it for herself as a show of you know but like the, her power. The but I, I feel that you could have just discussed this and saved yourself. I no. don't know. 20, 30 grand. Yeah. Maybe. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Are you telling me a problem in the film Sex in the City could have been solved with 10 seconds of communication? Unbelievable. <laughs> oh boy. All right. 30 minutes. 
Oh, wait, oh, right. no, 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 wait, 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 we have to we get to the Dante. important part. So after, after this hunk, who is just a great hunk, wonderful man, buying gifts, loves, but, loves, but his, loves his girlfriend. But he turns her enough. down for sex. Yeah, he says he he's has, tired. He has to get up early. Yeah, he's like, I have to get up at like 6 a.m. to go work out before a photo shoot stuff. Like, I'm a male model, you know how this is. Um, and that is... All it takes for her to just throw it in the shit. Yep. <laughs> this man who, might I add, apparently stuck with her through chemo. This is a side note that's brought up a few times. <laughs> apparently that happens. Also, his house uh, but, is on like fucking beachfront property in Southern California. It's fucking yes. gorgeous. Oh, my God. And uh, yeah, so uh, Sam decides that uh, she's she's just sitting in the hot tub, quite upset that uh, no fucking night. Uh, looks over and sees, ah, she has new neighbors. Ah, it's a hunky guy and uh, a lady, and they're fucking. And so he de- or she decides, Sam, immediately, while sitting in the tub, I'm just going to peep on my neighbors fucking every day. <laughs> like, That's immediately like on the spot. It's her new hobby. Plot. Yeah. Like, her whole side plot in this film is that she watches her neighbor fuck many women. Yep. It's... Oh, <laughs> it's a lot. And it, one of those things of just, like, there is no consent in this. Just for the record, oh. there is no <laughs> consent. This is just, no. she sees some people fucking with windows open and goes like, ah, well, they're putting on a show for me, Samantha. Yum, yum. <laughs> like, it's so awful. Yep. There we go. And they, in fact, establish, and I quote, it was more interesting to watch than TiVo, which also pretty hilariously dates this film. Great didn't think TiVo planted that TiVo fast. In ten years, wow. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! I was like TiVo. Damn. Like there are two moments in this film that made me go, "Damn!" About technology. One of them is bringing up TiVo, and the, the other, other one is, is so well, much we'll fucking fire, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> so thirty minutes. Uh. Um, so there is uh, a scene of them walking, trying different outfits yeah, so this on. Yeah, so this way playing. They decided, Carrie yeah. decided to get rid of her apartment and go move in with Mr. Big. So they have to move all the shit she has from her old one to her new one. And apparently all the shit she has is like 10, 20 years of fucking dresses. And yep. so there's a scene of them trying them on. And this is a huge filler scene of them trying on dresses and fucking doing it's even worse. Yeah, it's even worse because, you know, she tries them on and then her friends try them on. And the original film ended after she tried them on. The extended cut adds that 72 seconds of her friends trying them on, the kid in there, and all that. So, yeah, the extended cut extended that by Decided that that scene was good enough, like, that it really needed an extra minute of literally yeah. nothing happening. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did get to listen to more of Walk This Way, and But it wasn't Aerosmith like the Aerosmith is... version, was it? I... I don't know. I, in retrospect, I don't know because Aerosmith is like maybe my 475th favorite band. Fair. So like, I'm not exactly up on Aerosmith, but like, yeah, it was just really out of place too. They were like, oh well, it was dresses from the 80s, so we're yeah. playing. We're doing Aerosmith. an 80s joke. And all these dresses were they, hideous, by the way. None of them yes. were good. But they were kind of hideous on purpose. On purpose. Yes. Yeah, no. the, the whole scene yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, I like the added... pop art one. The pop art one was very bold, and yes. I loved it. The rest were trash. But they also added another 20 seconds when she's like, the apartment's empty, and she unplugged her laptop. That was added. Like, 20 seconds was added to her leaving the empty apartment. 
Oh, thank By God. the way, that laptop's great. It's one of the first gen like uh, iBook or MacBooks. It's so, like, so it, fat. Yeah, it's like the size of like one of these fucking Asus gamer laptops with dedicated <laughs> car, like GPUs Every time I saw that thing, it's like, oh my God, I haven't seen a MacBook that fat in a decade. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things of, so I went to um, a uh, the academy for like my last two years of high school or whatever, and that was literally 07 and 08, and oh. we used those exactly yeah. like i think they were out of date versions so they were slightly chunkier than the, that one but like holy shit i saw that and yeah my brain just like shot back in time 10 years i was like what the fuck it's like three inches <laughs> thick it's gigantic <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so they took uh three days to pack one person's apartment she which has is so many crazy. shoes how much of that was yeah, three days okay. of them actually packing versus getting drunk on champagne and parading around during the era? Considering phones? the number of times a random woman walks into the scene and goes, also, I have champagne. <laughs> 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 yep. And then the film metaphorically tosses a brick through the window. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. This scene came out of nowhere. It's fucking okay. You so, know how, how bubbly okay. and fun this, this movie has been so far? <laughs> well. Yeah, so Miranda and her husband are just sitting around eating dinner, and like the husband looks like he's about to like poop his pants, really. And so like he asks what's up, and like he admits to her that he had cheated on her, and it was like a one-time thing, and it's been tearing him up, and he's super sorry, and he doesn't know what to say. It was but also she, it's her fault because it was her who didn't give him sex. Yes, for six months. And the film's gonna agree with this. Just, yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. I I put this in my note here of yeah, husband cheated on uh, Melissa, and I legit don't know <laughs> whose side I'm supposed to be on in this fucking movie. Like I don't because they like so viciously frame it as like he's her in fault. the right, but like yeah, I, but he cheated on her. Yeah, like, yeah, kind of getting it into the story, huh? Like, that's kind of all they're like, what did she do? Was a little bit of a jerk? Like, I don't know. If it's that much of a problem, get divorced before. I, right. I don't know. Just don't. Like, <laughs> like, he could have talked to her. He could have divorced. He could have done literally anything other than go out and bang was, a woman and be like, well, you didn't have sex with me for six months. It was a mistake. I couldn't control myself. All those shitty cliches about why men cheat on women because it's really their, the woman's fault. It was mm-hmm. awful. And yeah. it's going to keep doing, it's like, every time this subplot worse. comes back. Yeah, and they really hammer in on it because, like, every time we see this husband for the next two hours, he's, like, totally down the dumps and apologetic Aww. and mopey. Yeah. I know I made like, a mistake. I haven't done anything but. to fix this, but I'm sorry. <laughs> they present him as the biggest sad sack, yep. and they, like, never possibly bring up the concept of, like, well, he did cheat on you. Maybe he's not that good of a person. Yep. Right? <laughs> like, he never yes. comes up. Uh, this is uh, really the, the biggest sticking point of the movie. I hate it's so we terrible. Spend and the resolution is yeah. fucking terrible. Getting ready too. to forgive this guy for cheating on her. Because this she shit really made me furious. This this whole plot line that happens throughout the whole movie. It made me more uh, furious than I, I I didn't get as angry at grown ups too as I did at this plot line. <laughs> the thing that kills me about this is like I, I if it is an issue of like, you know, there's some relationship strain or like there's too much work between them or something, like God damn, talk. Say, talk, say a sake, literal talk. word. <laughs> this one it's is like, by far the worst. Especially because it comes up out of literally nowhere. And this is kind of where we get oh, into, like, this movie is so, an entire season of it's, the show. It, it's so bizarre, too, because, like, the framing on this shot is, like, again, they literally came off of Aerosmith is playing Walk This Way. All three, yeah. or however many of them there are now, they're multiplying, <laughs> are all drunk, <laughs> trying on dresses, raiding each other. It's, like, this big, goofy scene. And then it's just, Damn. yeah, Miranda, like, kind of eating dinner quietly with her husband and being like, huh, 
warm today. Say it'll be warmer tomorrow. And then he's just like, I cheated on you. I'm so sorry. Like, oh my God. Like, it's really weird. Yeah. Uh, and then we hit another meal scene of them recapping yeah. those events. Another uh, meal and scene fucks. where the slimy sli- <laughs> one is like, well, anyone can cheat, you know, because the sly one's thinking of cheating on her boyfriend. Right. Yeah, yeah. She's sitting over there, yeah, just trying to justify to herself. Mm, maybe yeah, and then Charlotte's over the corner, like, yeah, me and my husband make fun, uh, make se- have have the sex five times a week. And it's great. <laughs> we make sex five yeah, Charlotte's times a week. like, oh, maybe my husband will break up with me if I don't have sex with him enough. Because that's clearly what just happened, right? Her husband <laughs> cheating on her because she didn't fuck him enough. So Charlotte goes home and fucks her husband so that her husband won't leave her. Well, yeah, there's a I scene of this, they, and it's well, like, no, <sighs> they specifically say she does it because she's just like. She, this is actually kind of funny. So they mentioned that it's like basically Schoidenfreude. Like just all the rest of them are talking about how terrible their marriage is and like how shit's falling apart and all that stuff. So she just wants to go back and celebrate. <laughs> like she's just like, ah, my marriage kicks ass. Marriage. I'm going to go, I'm going to go fuck the hell out of that guy. I love that idiot. Like it's great. <laughs> um, okay. So minute 40. We're getting um, there. Ish. Yeah, so uh, there is the another discussion scene about the wedding. Um, basically, due to the pressure of the Vogue magazine article uh, thing, uh, she is wanting to ramp it up. It's at like uh, 200 saying, people now or something like that's that. That's way too yeah. many people. Yes. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's only 200 guests. And, and he's oh, getting so many people want to come in. This is the first scene where Mr. Big is like, first and only scene, yeah. I should say. <laughs> that's probably the way to um, Where Big is like, oh, having like, Fuck! This wedding's getting huge. I don't. I don't think I want. Yeah, he's clearly this. uncomfortable he, about what it's become. He's having completely reasonable feelings about yep. this, and if but they should in, just in his talk. Defense, but then he's like, he, I don't want to talk about defense, it. Just talk. Yeah, he tries at first. He's like, I just feel like it's a little big, and maybe we should pull it in. I just want you. And I don't she want gets a wedding, and then she's just like, eyes. yep. Yeah, she just does sad puppy eyes, and he's like, see, that's the look I was trying to avoid, and then folds over, and immediately, like, there was a conversation, yep. she ends it, and yep. scene. Also, uh, he so, says, I, I would just get married in a courtroom with you if I could, and uh, you look at the you, you look at the camera, and you're like, all right, well, know where this well, is going. Well, you look at the runtime, you're like, we're 40 <laughs> Yeah, that too. The wedding can't possibly happen this early in the film, right? It's got to, the, the wedding's got to happen at the end of the film, so we know what's going to happen, don't we? Don't we, everyone? Yeah. We know where so this is So next scene... We have a big old party. It is yeah, a rehearsal dinner for the wedding. Rehearsal dinner. Yeah, I'm assuming that's what, yeah. Uh, they, they say it. Oh, okay, yeah. And they're like, nothing happens. Yep. Fuck all happens. And then right. <sighs> the only Melman thing happens, afterwards, yeah, she walks like, outside. Yeah, Steve and shows Mr. up. Mr. Big. Yeah, so like, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah, Steve, uh, 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 Melissa Miranda's husband. I'm sorry, husband. forgive me for cheating on you. I, yeah, I'm comes, not going to say he, anything other than... It didn't mean anything, which fuck off. Um, and I'm sorry. And she's yeah. like, you fucking broke the relationship, idiot. And Yeah, facts. Miranda's uh, husband, they've separated. They, he comes to the party because like he can't reach her on cell phone or whatever. So she's so sad. Yeah, Aww. so she goes outside and talks to him and she screams at him. Yeah, that's that. And so Miranda and comes back in. And as she's walking back inside, yeah. yeah, she crosses paths with Mr. Big and just immediately like pulls him aside, looks at him and is just like, you guys are crazy for getting married. Marriage ruins everything. We had a perfect relationship and marriage tore it apart. And just like walks away. So you know uh, how the auction... He has an existential crisis <laughs> over a throwaway line from a woman whose marriage is failing. Who's literally falling yeah. apart. 
that that's all it took to throw him off. Yep. Like, so here's the thing. I personally have like I I really hate Mr. Big in this movie just because he mm-hmm. is maybe the weakest human being. Um, yep. it is. They try and play him as big corporate hotshot, big man, Trumpian esque figure, and he's just a wiener. Yeah, he like, like he disappears for half the film after this. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So after this, they uh, it's the day about the whole thing. It's, yeah, it's the wedding day. It's the day of the wedding. Frantic. Yeah. So this Rube Goldberg shit. <laughs> yeah, this scene starts with. The little girl who has just been, you know, cute child throughout the movie. Hello, we have a child here. So on set. Charlotte's Great. kid, I think. Yeah, yeah Charlotte's yeah, kid who she adopted, adopted from kid. Asia. Yeah. Because, um, which, weird. God, Charlotte, Charlotte and Race. Let, oh boy. Uh, so, yeah. either way, so the child hides the phone, which, why would you leave this, like, three year old child alone in a room with all of this shit? And also the bride's cell phone? Also, why would the bride leave before? Okay. They so, had like, to invent a things- scenario for this marriage to fall apart somehow. Because, like, we've actually gotten all the way up through planning into the wedding day without anything all that major happening, you know? Like, yeah, like the first one 50 minutes of this woman movie scorned. is nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So, the child hides the phone, and uh, Sarah is running... God, I can never remember a character's fucking name. Uh, Carrie, Carrie. Let, me, let me post what Carrie. I posted in chat so I can remember oh, the name. Do you, do you have <laughs> a, we got, we got <laughs> to look at the table. I just have okay. that next to me so I can look over. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Carrie, SG, Sarah Jessica Parker, Charlotte, stupid racist. Okay, got it. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Carrie is getting packed up and, you know, moving over there. Um, Big is, like, just trying to call her before the wedding, which, he, like... He's sort of, like, kind of having out. some misgivings. Yeah. Also, by yeah. the way, the wedding's in the New York City Public Library, the one on Bryant Park. Oh. Yeah, it's nice yeah, yeah. It's lovely. Um, but it's um, clearly huge, and he's got some yeah. nerves now. Uh, yeah, so it's huge. He's got some nerves. He's worried. He wants to talk to her and stuff. And, um, well, unfortunately, he couldn't talk to his significant other for almost a whole hour. Why did uh, so he call any of her friends? Any yeah. other human being Not, in he knows charge of planning this wedding. Her. He knows we were yelling at the her. screen. Yeah, but yeah, like, bridal, I was watching my friends like, like, she's fucking getting in her wedding dress and going to the wedding. She's busy. Of course she's not answering right, her phone. Why yeah. is this weird? Phone of friends. Like, a wedding dress does not have pockets. Phone <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I know. I had one. It doesn't. Like, <laughs> so the thing that uh, this kind of like culminates is a lot of so we're talking about how mr big doesn't have friends or family like the only way this part of the movie makes any sense to me is if mr big is not real and is some kind of either (laughs) shared hallucination or (laughs) carrie has some very good friends who are very supportive of her because what the fuck like i'm imagining this has to be just like a elon musk level she lost her mind situation like that's the only way this tracks yeah like what the fuck like he doesn't call anyone and then he just immediately he's sitting out front by the way yes and she's a little bit late so he's sitting out front he's like well i don't want to walk in without the bride which like that's not that's not how it works that's not how weddings work yeah we had one of those vickers was standing (laughs) at the altar and i goes to the wedding first is how that usually works yeah yeah as someone who yeah my sister just got married in death yeah definitely yeah Yeah. Yeah. this is really confused by this like why is he waiting in the car for her to show up that's literally no weddings she shows up she gets (laughs) out of the car and he is like behind her in the car 
like in a different in car, a different car yeah. sitting and please as she around. like gets all together and she's like please turn he's like please turn around baby please see I just me. need to talk to you and and this and that and, and she, she oh, doesn't because she's going to her wedding yes. <laughs> she doesn't what? see him by the way like she, she doesn't know he's there she thinks he's, she thinks he's already there because that's because where he was he supposed be. to be there when she turns up, she's like, they're like, oh, he's not here. She's like, what? Why isn't he here? We're late. Why is it he It is the most here? contrived thing in the world because so the- n- her not seeing this, seeing him here. Makes him leave. Decides, all right, fuck it. Drive me away. I can't do this. I, c- I can't do this. And then halfway through driving away goes, oh, I messed up. Go back. And then the cabbie's like, it is a one-way street, sir. I cannot go back. And he goes, I'm more rich than sensible. Turn around. <laughs> and then they do. By the way, there's like an extended like 10 second crane shot of the car making a three point turn in the middle yes. of the one way street. I don't know why they needed that. that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, of course, she's already realized she's been ditched at the altar, has had a panic attack, has run out on the library. She meets him in the car when Important. he gets out. Yeah, yeah. Before she runs flowers. out, before she runs out, she asks for a phone because she doesn't know where hers is. Yes, uh, Samantha, I believe, gives her like iPhone. a first gen iPhone. She looks at it. She's like, I don't know how to use this, and throws it. <laughs> it's and super then someone weird. Else hands her a flip phone, but it's very funny because yeah. yeah, they just hand it to her, and it's like an iPhone one yeah. <laughs> with yeah. like all the basic apps and shit, like as straightforward it could be. Like yeah. there was a button that had a phone that you press to call people, <laughs> like that shit. I forgot She's, she called I don't know him. what this is. I I forgot she yeah. called him and he's like, I'm leaving. And right. Yeah, he he right. is like in the middle of freaking out as she's in the middle of freaking out and they both freak out. Yeah, so they both end up on the road and she hits him like, oh my fucking God, you left me on the altar, you asshole. And then her friend Charlotte in a hideous dress um, <laughs> takes her away and puts her in the lonely jungle. Yeah, it should be noted during the scene, like he like, somehow the cars pass on the same road leaving the library and like he gets out to go apologize and she hits him with the bouquet and all that but during the scene it was um charlotte looks like she's about to fucking rip his neck apart like she was completely enraged she is more pissed off that mr big left carrie at the altar than she is that steve cheated on miranda and this is going to be a theme a recurring theme it's pretty all right Oh. Well, that was minute 50 to 60. Oh, also, uh, Miranda admits to uh, Charlotte that she said marriage was bad. And, then and was that like, sent Mr. Big into Tailspin, even though it shouldn't have. Because, right. This uh, is totally Mr. Big's fault, yeah. but this will get played as Miranda's fault yes. for the rest of the film. Yes. Like, no shit. If I had walked up to my sister's, well, sister's husband now, and just, like, said the night before the rehearsal dinner, like, you shouldn't get married, that's crazy. If he didn't get married to her, I'd be like, well, I guess I was right. Yeah, <laughs> like, 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 what the fuck? Like, like, especially since yeah. he was there when Steve turned up, so he knows that her marriage is yeah. falling apart because her husband cheated on her. He mm-hmm. knows she's in a bad space, and yet he lets that put him in a tailspin. So, yeah, uh, we are now an hour into the film, and the plot finally started. It Minute 60, time to go to really? Mexico. No. Okay, yeah, sorry. The plot started. It's going to stop again. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. Don't get too... Yeah. yeah, so, like, I guess they had a honeymoon set up for Mexico, but, like, since obviously they can't go for the honeymoon now, it, it they just was, decide that they get some tickets So the four of them go. As a her post- three friends was, invite themselves on her honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah, Carrie had prepaid a big part of a Mexican vacation, um, like, on... She just said, like, she had paid for it in advance. And this comes up a bunch of times, too, when, like, the wait staff will refer to her as Mrs. And she has a moment and all that shit. Yep. Um, so 
uh, they decide they're going to go to this resort. They immediately are there, of course. And um, we get a change of scenery, which you know what that means. Three scenes of Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker in bed getting spoon-fed yogurt, sadly. <laughs> yeah, she's in her depression fugue, and they're trying to yeah. make her feel nice. Like, yeah, I feel that there's, like, a, for some of them, it was like, oh, we have to make sure that she's all right and she's happy and everything. And at the same time, like, we're in a fucking Mexican Mexico. villa penthouse. Why are we not doing shit? <laughs> Yeah, this scene was slightly extended. Uh, It's like an extra 27 seconds. And it's not the spoon feeding. It's the stuff before that. There was this really weird bit where she wipes her face and then goes out. And there's a maid putting flowers on the table in front of the pool. And it looks like a promo shot for the villa. (laughs) And that was was the extended That was important to add to the film. This is really where the whole, this is actually a TV season condensed into a movie thing starts to hit yeah like the wedding falling apart was the mid-season finale and now we need a few filler episodes of her feeling sad until she kind of gets over her funk yeah let's go to mexico but it doesn't work in a movie at all yeah so they're down there having some kind of discussions here or there and we get the first uh major exchange of miranda's divorce being her fault uh with uh, Sam, the uh, quote-unquote slutty one here, uh, decides to get her ass when they're out in bathing suits, and she notices she hasn't waxed her legs all the way up. Her That's pubic hair is showing. Unbelievable. No Crazy. wonder your Couldn't. husband left you if you don't wax your bikini. I was like, oh my god. And it's like, you know, I'm not saying that, but I'm literally saying that is the tone <laughs> that this yeah. scene takes. Like, yep. yes. haha, I'm joking, but I'm not actually joking. So she gets embarrassed yeah. and goes away. And it's like, oh my god, don't you... Re- like, people, like, let themselves go after getting married because you no longer have to do that shit anymore. The thing that's great about this movie is it uh, a lot of movies get, uh, you know, men being terrible, the women down pat. No problem. This movie gets <laughs> yeah. women being terrible, the women yes. down pat. That's the thing, like, it's gorgeous. The show, like, it's always, oh, it's, it's four single women and they're great friends and they're, they're still there for each other. And yet you watch this movie and I'm like, they fucking hate each other. Yeah. All they do yeah. is shit on each other. <laughs> Sam in particular, like, it's one of those things where I feel like Carrie legitimately likes the other three, and then they all fucking hate each other. Yeah. Like, that's it. <laughs> they put yeah. up with like, her, like, each other for her, basically. They put up with yeah. each other because no one else would fucking put up with them. Also true. True, yeah. <laughs> okay, so after this, we get a real good moment of their eating. Again, we have a meal cap scene, and this one, though... We get the reveal that Charlotte, the uh, one in the happy marriage, all that, et cetera, et cetera, is so xenophobic that despite the fact that they are in a five-star resort that is just fucking beautiful with some of the most amazing looking dishes. And they purify their packed, own water here. Yeah, and she has decided it, to take it upon herself to pack infinite pudding packs because she's so xenophobic yeah, like, they and show so the afraid of, of like, Mexico. This amazing, like, three-star <laughs> meal in front of them, and they're all eating it, but she's pulling out fucking pudding cups like she's a goddamn toddler and just f- stuffing yeah. her mouth with them. And they're like, what are you doing? She's like, well, you don't know if the food or drink is safe. And they're like, it's a five-star resort. What are you talking about? And she's like, well, it's it's Mexico. And she, like, whispers it. Like, it's the, yeah, it's the most, like... Old, like quiet, like shh. I'm being racist. Yes, <laughs> it's really funny. it really is. Like I can understand bringing some of your like favorite snacks that you can't get in Mexico, but like you know, like in case I don't food. like, yeah. but like, but bringing all your food. I'm going to a Mexican resort, and instead of mole, I'm going to eat pudding packs. I'm like, bring a 
just I'm okay with you bringing like a, a packet of lace, you know? Yeah, like, bringing a whole on, pack I understand. of <laughs> I understand. If you go to another region, it's not necessarily the best idea to drink like the the, the free water. available water. Yeah, but like they have holy water. shit. They have bottled yeah. water. You paid a lot of money it's... to not shit your pants here, and <laughs> well. <laughs> So yeah, this is the establishing of uh, she eats nothing but pudding and has eaten nothing but pudding for multiple days. I feel that even if your goal was to avoid shitting your pants, if you're eating nothing but pudding, you're going to have some yeah, trouble with that Yeah, you're goal. creating a problem for yourself. <laughs> God. Uh, we also get uh, Sam being so fucking narcissistic to me that it is actually crazy. What this is here? buck wild. Uh, this is the scene where... Yeah, talking about the ring, and this is where she brings it up of like, well, I wanted to buy it for me, oh, but yeah. he bought it for me, and I, I want to do everything myself, and everything's got to be Samantha now all the time. Now when I look at it, I'll think of him instead of thinking of uh, me. Oh, no, I'll uh. think of the rich, beautiful hunk who loves me very much. Fuck. <laughs> 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 killer. And like, yeah, she starts talking to Yeah, she's just like, well, he bought it for me, so I don't like it. And it used to be all about me, and now it's about him, and I don't know. And it's like, yes, you are starting to feel what a relationship is, where it is, in fact, about both people. I just want to fuck whoever I want. God, how is this so hard? I will say, the pilot introduced Samantha as, I believe the line is, a woman with the kind of confidence that inspires men like Ross Perot to run for the presidency. That's a dated line. In the, this was 1992. <laughs> wow. But yeah, she, my brain took a while to be like. She has uh, always been exactly like this. I mean, if she it's all oh, you could have said like Ron Paul or something. I mean, Lisa. Have you heard the good word about Ron Paul? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she is a, she is basically the man who's afraid of commitment character. Yep. Like, but as yeah. a woman. but she's a woman. Yeah. Uh, so we hit. An hour and ten, and folks, it's finally uh, here. Folks, the poop pants sequence we're here. as denoted <laughs> in your notes. <laughs> poop pants sequence. Maybe <laughs> three most beautiful words in the English language when I'm watching Sex in the City. <laughs> so this scene is literally just like there have they cut to uh Charlotte, who is the xenophobic one who has been eating nothing but pudding packs in a five-star resort. Uh, and it's like, oh, she was showering after her yoga I'm session gonna go take and just realizing now. how happy her life is and how perfect her marriage is and how everything is together. And she's having a great one. And like they literally are pointing out like, oh, no, we didn't break this character. Shit. We were supposed to do that. She wasn't supposed to just still have a happy ending. And then she leaves the shower and at, like she opens her, her mouth back, in the shower and gets a little bit of water. That's what in it is. It. Yeah. Yep. She, she drinks some of the shower water she and spits it out. out oh, that's what did it. That's oh, I happened. thought it was because she was eating nothing but pudding pounds. No, no, actually. Supposedly just having a little bit of water in your mouth is enough to No, be they couldn't have the character causing their own problems. The problems no. have to occur to the character outside of anything yeah. they do. So. so she opened her mouth in the shower and took a single uh, micron of a Mexico water into her being. And instantly, revenge. instantly... She has to shit. To be fair, I think Montezuma would want revenge on her particularly among all the white people. So yeah, also like the pudding packs. It literally did not even parse in my brain that the shower water could have been the inciting event just because of how awful the pudding pack shit is. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, so she gets a rumbly back in her tumbly, and she yeah. runs up, and like the three of them are sunbathing outside, and like it's she's trying to get into Adam the villa. Sandler. This is yes. the grown-ups joke in the film, and it's actually funnier than most of the rest of the film. <laughs> it's which actually is funnier than most up. of the grown-up stuff. True. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, she's just like running through the resort looking for restrooms. She gets back and then she like, they all are like, oh, hey, welcome back. And she's just, you know, a stone faced runs right past him. And they're like, well, what do you got to do? She tries to go in. Oh, no, the, the door is locked. Queen she's mopping in, in there. there. Uh, which, what? The help? <laughs> Why would they lock You can't the, go what? see the room at the same time as the help. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, she yeah, just so, kind of shits herself in front of her three friends while making funny faces. Also, um, there. So yeah. another thing Sex in the City does is that Sarah Jessica Parker, Parker narrates all of it. Yeah. Um, and in this one, after Charlotte shits herself, she has this line about how, and that's how Charlotte took a trip to Poughkeepsie. <laughs> also, yeah, she was like, or it's like her name was like Charlotte Poughkeepsie, and like that's her full name or right. some shit, and she was like. <laughs> Yeah, she was like, and that's how Charlotte Pupitsky pooped her pants. Oh, and it's like, Charlotte again, Pupitsky. And just so out of place. Also, back in New York. <laughs> We're here again. And that's <laughs> the end of the Mexico no, no, sequence. I have a question. Why wouldn't she just shit in the shower? Because <laughs> yeah, surely there's a bathroom in whatever shower she took. Right? That's what's really baffling is she runs across this five-star resort. <laughs> And can't find a bathroom. She's not going to use She was like, in listen, one. Listen, Ty, she's not using a public bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't. You know how many non white people may have been there? <laughs> but that's where the public's turds live. <laughs> <laughs> what if some of it splashes back onto my beautiful butt? <laughs> so uh, we now have Carrie interviewing candidates to be her assistant to get her life back together. Oh my god. Is that what that because, was? Because, yes. She's, she's hiring a personal assistant, although, yeah, we didn't realize this what until, like, was. ten minutes later. What they don't even explain doing. she's just in a Starbucks and interviewing yeah. people, and, like, you don't find out later well, for personal assistant he, shit. Yeah, she's, like, getting a personal assistant to help her, like, move shit back from the big apartment to hers. It's like and also, like, really. other stuff. And shit. then, yeah, all that as well. Um, and so, interviews a bunch of people, and they can't do it for whatever fucking reason. And, like, they have a scene where an Asian guy is getting interviewed and is, like, clearly way overqualified for this. Like, he's listing off his, like, financial contributions and shit. And then she's just like... Oh, well, why do you think you'll be good for this job? And they point down and, oh, he's wearing heels. Isn't that wacky? Like, isn't that a thing? Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, they just had to slip in one transphobia real quick. (laughs) Had to get one in there. I want to point out, Sex in the City was criticized for being extremely white. Which it is. (laughs) And I think that's why a certain thing happens next. (laughs) I, I don't know if it's that or if it's Hollywood being broken. Hollywood being so deeply broken that as soon as Column a white a girl is struggling with her life. Yeah, so long story short, a white girl is struggling with a lot of problems, so she hires a sassy black lady to fix everything for her. Yes, yeah. it's just so fucking like, infuriating. It's, it was one of those things that I was watching it, and I was like, they can't really be doing this. Like, They're yes, doing this, and yeah, so, it's played completely straight. Yeah, she hires this black woman, and like through the course of the rest of this film, this black woman pretty much puts her life back together for her with no input from Sarah Jessica Parker at all. Yep. And they also become great friends and all this other stuff. And yeah, she's friends with a black person now. This is <coughs> one of the two or three scenes in the film that makes it past uh, the Bechdel test. 
<laughs> so about 90% of the reason this movie passes the Bechtel test is because of these two. Like up to this point, no conversation has been about anything other than a man between yes. two women. This is actually finally the point where it just barely squeaks by. Yep. Passing on a oh technicality. Yup. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, and again, the Bechdel test isn't like an end-all be-all thing. It's just a, a fun point of criticism, which happens to be really poignant in the middle of Sex in the City, a film about allegedly women about four women. <laughs> four women. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, whoo, and they sure don't <laughs> do that. Uh, so, yeah, they get that. Uh, uh, pfft, Mirandia is now uh, apartment hunting. Yeah, she, she's in. left. Steve. She's she's barely. She's sort of looking around and she sees someone oh moving out of their apartment. No, what she sees, she's like, "There's a white guy with the kids." And follow she, him. She's like, "Follow him." That's yeah, yeah, they're, one, the they're in one of the ethnic villages. Yeah, except she's like, about, like the really this, the this rich, entire... formerly ethnic villages of New York. Yeah, she's saying, like, this entire block used to be, like, Ukrainian or something like that. And she sees, like, the one white dude in, like, an Asian market with a kid. And so she follows him. And, like, apparently there's people moving out of this apartment building he goes into. And so she wants to live there. She again. also, like, just storms up the stairs. Yeah, like That's extended. They extended it by 20 seconds to show her, like, going Breaking in into this apartment. Because, like, it, it's yeah. not an open showing or no. anything. People are just moving out and the door's open. So she slips in and declares it to be her apartment. Yeah. Which she can do. That's how, that's then, how uh, tenant rights work in New York, right? If you just yep. go into a place, you own it. <laughs> Squatter's yeah. rights. Yeah. Ten seconds. <laughs> Ten second rule. Uh, <laughs> so I don't leave my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we have now cut to the scene where it is revealed that Charlotte, uh, the one who pooped her pants, is now pregnant. Which is a thing because, again, they adopted because they were having trouble. Yep. You yeah, know, it seems like she was basically told she couldn't have kids during the show. But I guess one of the girls had to get pregnant. Um, you can't have a movie with four women without one of them getting I mean, pregnant. It's I mean, true. It's not really that surprising when she says she fucks her husband like five times a week. True. So. Yeah, but I, I do think they were. She's like, oh, it's a miracle. Oh, I, yeah, I do yeah. think they, they were told that she basically yeah. can't have kids. And, and it was yeah. very bizarre coming off of yeah, like the pre- the precedent they had set up, um, and then. We have Sam talking in bed with the hunk about the relationship and. I can't even remember what this discussion was. I don't was. know if this, this goes was, anywhere or what was even said. So I feel like this is one of them that kind of just went nowhere. It might have been just like Sam kind of being like, hey, you work too much. Oh, right. This is the one where uh, it, she's like, oh, yeah, I just I, I don't know how I, I don't feel attached to our life here very much. Yeah, and he responds. LA, yeah. <laughs> yeah, our life here in L.A. And he responds pretty reasonably with like. What what life like? I am literally always working, and you fly to New York City every chance you get. Like we don't really. She flies so often in New York, like. And he's super nice about this. Like this isn't an argument. He's just like, well, why don't we spend some time together? Yeah, and things like you're right. Let's fix this. You have brought up a good complaint because she's like. Well, now the relationship is all about you instead of about me, and it was way better (laughs) when it was about me. And he just kind of laughs at this and goes like, yep. Because he's the world's <laughs> like, nicest man. He's the world's nicest, the world's nicest yeah. punk. <laughs> yeah. He seems like one of these like Southern LA surfer dudes. He's like, yeah, man, yeah. just go with the flow. You know, it's cool. Yep, it's fine, yeah. bro. And like, he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm a working man. You fly away a lot. Like, yeah, if that's a problem with our relationship that we let's don't have it. enough memories in this area, let's fix it. I'll make some time. We can get together and do like, this is the perfect hunk. They put <laughs> the perfect hunk in a film. The and he's, hunk. he's a pretty he's good like, himbo. 
Yes. He's played as like a bag. Oh, he's an incredible himbo. <laughs> S-tier himbo. No questions asked. Oh, like, yeah. I, mean, I would almost say he's too smart and kind to be a proper himbo. Now. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's brilliant. But there's also the scene where Sam calls Carrie and Carrie's on a payphone. Yes. And that was all extended. And uh, she complains, uh, like, oh, we're spending personal time together to fix our relationship now. Yeah, that's... Oh. And then Carrie's like, well, I threw my cell phone in the ocean. That's why I'm using a payphone. Oh, I forgot that scene! Yeah, she's... Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that scene is so funny! Holy shit, we almost forgot the cell Mexico. phone in the scene! Back to Mexico! <laughs> Alright, we're going back to, like, minute... We're, we're back at, like, minute 70 minutes back, again. But it's, it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, 20 minutes back. Yeah, we're, like, at an hour, okay? So, like, roll back. We're back in Mexico, back in the resort. Um, I almost forgot this because it is such a throwaway scene, yep. but it is so funny. Uh, they cut to Sarah Jessica Parker, Parker, like meditating on a beach and having a think and feeling conflicted uh, about the whole situation. Because I think at this point, maybe someone decided to say, like, maybe you should get back together. Yeah, or I think shit. that was what the deal. Yeah. Um, and she like opens up her phone. The first thing is a message from Mr. Big, just being like. Hey, uh, I need to talk to you. I'm really fucking sorry. And then she just closes it and throws it in the mo- in the ocean. But like the way they film it, it like is a so funny. Hand shot of the film was uh, the phone humbling. It looks so terrible. She does like a half-hearted throw motion, and it you don't even see the phone really leave her hand. It just it hard cuts. cuts to it flying across the screen in Spinning. slow motion. Oh, and it's like it's really zoomed in, like really close. Like this shot was from pretty far away. Like we're watching yeah. Carrie from a distance. And then they just, after she throws the phone, instant zoom in on the phone for like a second and a half. It's like and it a just, joke it's, shot to make you laugh. It's so jarring. Phone. But it's like this big moment where she decides, fuck it, I'm not getting back with them. I, I mean, the phone itself is kind of funny. It's this like fucking bedazzled ass pink clamshell shit from like yes. mid 2000s. It's also duct taped, so it's clearly a phone that, like, you know, she's had for a long time. That or the broken, so at some point in the film, I didn't notice. <laughs> Anything could happen. <laughs> well, anyway, hour and 20, back, back to the present. <clears throat> yeah, we are now in a uh, some kind of store where there are We Halloween are in a Dwayne costumes. Reed. Um, <laughs> and the reason we know yeah. we're in a Dwayne Reed is because a little further on in this scene... We spend a solid minute while they're talking out their issues, Miranda and uh, Carrie, with Miranda holding a Dwayne Reed basket in the most awkward way to make sure that the name is perfectly in shot for the entire take. (laughs) It's beautiful. They're all in uh, Halloween costumes, too. I guess it's Halloween. Well, they're they're buying them at this point. Yeah, Yeah, they're, they're buying... Halloween costumes from a Dwayne Reed, right? Yeah. By the way, the yeah the the time in this film is fucked up and nothing. Like they'll just randomly drop two months. Yep. Whatever. It's just assume that you understand. Yeah. Um. So the Halloween costumes. Uh. Two women aggressively fail the Bechdel test in this scene, uh, which <laughs> yep. is pretty. Inc- this is the scene that made me go, "Holy Does shit! Pass? They passed the Bechdel test once." Like I was like, "Holy yep. fuck! This is egregious." Because it's literally like Miranda and Carrie just going back and forth, like. About their about husband slash my man left me. My man down. cheated on me. I think it was a little bit later <laughs> in the film where we decided we had to look this up. <laughs> yeah, and this one just it was yep. just baffling. And yeah, like a lot of well, maybe you should forgive. Maybe you should forgive him. Yeah, it's, it's like real a two bad. minute scene too, where they talk about nothing but yeah. their man, they man. And no, um, don't forgive the guy who fucking cheated on you. <laughs> Certainly yeah. not when he's done nothing to make no. good. 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, then the then Sarah, I'm sorry, Carrie, Sarah Jessica Parker finds the magazine came out, the Vogue that had the whole, you know, beautiful at every age, and here's the bride at forty and all that. And for some fucking reason, this is if she works in this office, she should quit because this is so fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. the most fucked up thing. Yeah. Like low key, this is the most fucked up thing anyone does in this movie. Like <laughs> other than maybe cheating on his wife. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that I'm like. It, it is maybe in that is league, worse. Yes. Because this is fucking incredible. on blast here. In the Vogue magazine article, with all the shoots of her and all the different dresses and stuff, they felt the need to, at last second, before publishing, I guess, because publishing takes time, as a footnote, by the way, the wedding was canceled and she's still single, actually. Hey, got him, GG's. Like, it's so (laughs) fucked up. I feel that was the editor just roasting her for, like, years of being shitty. That's what I mean. It's like, that's absolutely, like, that's malice. There's no (laughs) way that gets in there without malice. Yeah, any reasonable person would be like, oh, should we add in that the wedding didn't happen and she's very sad now? Yeah. No? (laughs) I think we will, actually. Yeah, like, it's... Oh my god! So like it, Sarah Jessica Parker at this point kind of re- kind of reasonably is like, oh that sucks. Maybe they're just <laughs> like, mad oh, because she's mad. taken like three months off of work. <laughs> yeah, fuck right. <laughs> oh god! And then uh, so they go on a little trick or treating scene. And by the way, I gotta someone... say as an aside, I talked to a friend when I was watching this who is from New York, and he said this happens. It, they do trick or treating inside the apartment buildings. Yeah, that seems- people do that. Yeah, yeah we yes. live in an apartment building mm, just outside of New York, and was, it happened here. Yeah. When I was back in Indiana, we would like set up a night, and we just it's yeah, weird. We just had, like, but yeah, yeah, yeah our like, in our apartment complex. We just had like rules that were just like if someone has their light on, you can trick or treat. If you turn yeah. your light off, just ignore that building. You yeah, know, like we, stuff like that. We but. had to put like a, a sign on our door saying we were welcome trick or treaters. Yeah. Was like yeah. arranged by the housing association. Oh, so it's the, weird, but yeah. The whole trick or treat scene was extended. Cut ninety eight seconds of trick or treating right. uh, was added <laughs> for the extended cut. That you had to see the, the, the husband guy dressed as Uncle Fester. Yes, and you had to see a woman uh, who had read Vogue tell Carrie, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> I gotta say, the uh, Which... Uncle Fester uh, costume made sense for that dude. It was a good good it cast. Worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. Kind of pudgy um, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, didn't make a lot of use of it, but it was pretty good. They could have gone on Fester's Tunnel. Mm. But uh, either way, so th- so yeah, someone points out the Vogue article while they're trick-or-treating, which, again, you monster. <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, oh, I'm so just sorry. randomly. She's like, oh, hi, Carrie. Oh, I heard about your failed marriage. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> like, it's, Why it's did like you go trick-or-treating in the high kid. society apartment? Who yeah, is Vogue? Too- well, they're not, not going to go down to the... <sighs> To the, to the upper side or whatever. I don't and know anything about New York. They, Where, where's the bad part of New York now? And they do a quote-unquote goof and have her like put a mask on her face at one point. But then the main thing is they have her dye her hair to be harder to recognize. And I guess that scene was literally there to explain why her hair changes color. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise it like really doesn't make any sense. No, nothing, no other reasonable thing <laughs> happens. Oh, they got to do a makeover. Oh. She's a new woman now. She's single yeah. again. Yeah. Fuck Mr. Big. Not literally. But the next part so, yeah. is extremely bougie in a very New York way. Oh, yeah. This next part, God, it oh, as someone who also has come from a place with regional beefs, yeah. God, I've heard this shit before. Yeah. It's the worst. So I think there's like at least four different Seinfeld episodes dedicated to this. <laughs> yes. yes. So th- 
So basically, uh, Carrie's assistant, the uh, black woman who's fixing literally everything for her, yes. walks in and says, hi, I fixed something for you. Uh, specifically, <laughs> hi, I got you a new cell phone, and here it is, and I got your number and account set up and all that. And she's like, oh, is it the old area code? And she goes, no, it's the new New York area code because I couldn't get the old one. Sorry. And she's like... Oh, but I need to have my old New York area code or people Everyone. will think I'm an old blood New Yorker. Yep. Like, it's, and like, way, people in New York are actually like this. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Aside <laughs> from the fucking weirdness, it, the thing that was weird to me is the fact that this was back in the day where someone could go get a cell phone for someone else without having like a social security or credit card. That's true, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Back when burners <laughs> still existed, you know, <laughs> have SIM cards being traced everywhere. Yeah, the other thing that... God, like there, there's just so much here. But yeah, like I had a similar kind of thing. Yeah, just in the in the region by Chicago. So yeah, it makes sense because there were yep. a lot of people kind of flexing where they were from yep. in Chicago or that kind of shit based on area codes. I've and, been here longer than you have. Yeah, and God, it is just the most aggressively bougie shit. It really is. Yep. Um, so we cut to Samantha getting aggressively horny at her neighbor. The, the neighbor is having a threesome, and the narration over it is like. He was having the night that she wanted to have. Well, minus the third girl. <laughs> and the sushi. We almost forgot about the sushi plot. I didn't write down the sushi plot. Oh, is that no, later? No, that's Sorry. Later. Is that later? Sorry. Oh, okay, that's later. Yeah, Never mind. The, sushi, the, the sushi's later. The threesome in the sushi is later. That was the sushi yeah. scene. Okay, yeah, that's the Valentine's Day one. Yeah. So yeah, I, no, I forgot this is my a... holiday because, by the way, this film yeah. just basically touches every holiday very briefly. Yeah. Yeah, they just want an excuse to dress up sets, basically. Yep. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's her getting uh, aggressively horny at her neighbor from her hot tub and then deciding to go out and go shopping and buy a bunch of stuff because she's got a horny little hole in her heart. Including <laughs> she like $50,000 worth of shoes in this one scene. Is this where she yes. gets the dog? There's not later. Yes, this is where this is she the gets dog. the dog. Yeah, she gets a horny dog. Uh, oh, my God. She's, yeah, she's like, oh. This she's, is another... Adam Sandler joke. Yeah, she's gonna walk past the dog. She's like, oh, oh, oh I'm not gonna get the dog, and then the, and then the dog starts humping a toy, the lady dog and as well, and and she's like, well, I'm just like me. that lady dog. <laughs> Yeah, well, the thing is, yeah, the, the breeder, too, or the lady selling him on the street, she's like, yeah, it's the weirdest thing. She got fixed, but uh, the drive's still there. <laughs> like, it's just kind of like a little one-off joke. And Do you get it? Do you get it? The dog it is, is also horny. It's not a one-off joke. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. They no, do they bring up the dog like four or five more times in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's such yeah. an Adam Sandler joke, even to the point that they, like, reuse it way past its welcome. Yep. All right. <laughs> Hour 30. We're getting there. All right, We're retroactively. We're on oh, pace this where is I'm going to need to break for more beers, so we got to we got to speed yeah. this up. This is yeah, yeah, this is this is the point where I retroactively realized that Carrie had to hire a black friend to guide her through everything. <laughs> well, that was like a first uh, I noticed. Her. Yeah. She's well, going just through finally her clicked. emails. Yeah, at this point it's like her going through her emails and like reading one off and being like, oh, it's another one from that man. And she's like, oh, I don't want to see it. Just hide it away. And she's like, I got you. But it's like the most stereotypical shit. It's, oh my God. Yeah, it's ridiculous. very stereotypical. Also, the thing that I was confused about is somehow, like, it implied that this woman was also creating her a new webpage? Like, yeah, I, yeah, this is a weird subplot that seems to be in it that she's also a web designer fixing up her WordPress blog. Yeah, I was like, okay, that seems a bit outside of like you know the normal tasks that you would be accomplishing Personal as assistant. an assistant. But yeah, <laughs> in, especially in two thousand eight when there wasn't like 
good tools for that shit. God, yeah, yeah, I was thinking of like web what? design in 2008. You have like ASP.net and shit going also, on here. every <laughs> yeah. shot of a computer in this movie is a camera pointed at a computer screen with really obvious scan lines. Yeah. And it looks so mm-hmm. bad. Uh, and yeah, then I also realized that the only people of color in this film have been hired servants yep. of some form, uh, with yep. the exception of a baby that was adopted. Great. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I didn't have any other notes for this 10 minute block, oh, I so I don't know. If- is the, I think this is the bit where Charlotte, um, Carrie and Charlotte oh, are right. shopping for, Carrie wants a new desk. And Carrie's like, Charlotte, why aren't you go run or going running? Didn't your doctor say it was okay? And Charlotte's like, Even but though I'm, you're preggers. This is a miracle, baby, and I'm fucking terrified I'm gonna lose it. And Carrie's like, You're not gonna lose it. Go running. And then Charlotte goes running, um, in Central Park. That's the yeah, that's definitely Central Park. It's Central Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they have the time skip of her running through autumn into winter. Uh, and getting happier and happier. She's gone over her fear of losing her baby that was brought up literally 10 seconds ago. Done. Also, her plot's done. Yep. Yep. She's Also, it is no longer Halloween and it's now New Year's Eve. Yes. <laughs> yeah, New Year's Eve sequence. Yeah, Here we go. Yeah, it's like a Christmas exchange. She gets her assistant a real uh, bag because her assistant had rented So, yeah, this scene is, I thought earlier. was fucking funny as hell. So, Carrie and the black assistant are doing whatever... And the black assistant brings out, like, I, what is it, show tunes? A DVD of, like... One sec. I'm getting her name, because she's the best character in this movie. Yeah, she is the best movie. character. We should actually dignify yeah, her with a name. Look yes. that up. Sex in the city. IMDB. I'm figuring out this lady's name, because she deserves better. Because she's, <laughs> what I like, I, in my opinion, she's the most relatable character in this movie. Yeah, because she's working for rich ladies, like, being their personal assistant as they have they go on on their useless bullshit. Oh, it was right. It was Louise because Louise, her, yeah, so she's she, from Love, Louisiana. She, she's or from St. Louis. Louis. Yeah, she, yeah. What she yeah, gives and, to her to Carrie is meet me in St. Louis. Yeah, a Blu-ray. That was the joke. Yeah. And by the way, when I saw this happen, like my friends and I started laughing because like this seems like something a black person would get the most bougie white woman just like oh you love this show tune shit just get her that. You and know? it's also like <laughs> oh you want to learn about the culture huh? <laughs> like let, let me just let let you feel like you understand black yeah. people a little so, bit. <laughs> fucking Louise here gets her the show tunes and like she's like oh that's great I got you a gift too and so she pulls out fucking this like Louis Vuitton bag or whatever it's like this handbag is like thousands and thousands of dollars and like yeah. the most horrible one-upsmanship here yep and of course like she right, likes it because it's a fucking nice ass bag but you I don't know so it felt, it felt there was tacky. this whole weird side plot there was this weird side plot too of like she could never afford real designer yeah. stuff so, so she, she was doing them? like a rental program yeah. thing which like Hey, that cool. That works. Sure. Yeah, that's that, nice. Those things exist, and it is because when you're poor, you have to actually look like you're not poor, or you won't get the jobs. Yes. Interview, she points out, it's like, yeah. hey, you say you have six kids and you're poor, but how do you have yeah, a super fucking expensive bag? Yeah, and very. She's like, I rent it, and like, Carrie's like, oh my god, tell me more. And Carrie's like, ooh, content. But yeah, regardless. Um, God, so, yeah, they have this whole thing of her getting a real bag. Finally, welcome to real society. I allow you into my home. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, very It's 1950s. supposed to be heartwarming, and you just watch this, and it's like, no. I watch it, and I'm just like, ah, classism in action. <laughs> like, it's just, ah, yeah. amazing. I mean, this movie is one of the... Mo- I'd probably say the most bougie movie I've seen. And I've watched Fair one arc. Yeah. So... <laughs> 
so yeah they do that um then there's like a new year's eve sequence where they really quickly like go through what everyone is doing on new year's eve and there's a whole thing of you know carrie is alone and lying around being a sad sack with a cup noodle that's only sometimes at the kept pointing at the camera they always noodle. cover the logo <laughs> cup noodle definitely didn't pay to be in this film this is the very <laughs> sad oddly insane fucking for five yes, minutes scene, they right? sing all yes. along sign like in a super mournful it's the saddest version. one and by the way like during this like whole scene is a montage of all the characters doing their new york you know new year's eve thing it shows mr big at apparently a party at some very high class restaurant he's just at the bar eating a steak while everyone yes. behind him is having fun like, <laughs> this well, motherfucker at, does not have a single friend at, at <laughs> some point in the last 20 minutes we've missed the other and only the last extended scene which was Carrie getting phoned by the bald gay friend who's at a party and calls her oh, and is like, come yeah. join me at the party. And then bald gay friend bumps into... Wedding planner higher, gay yes, friend. Yes, wedding planner gay friend. <laughs> they obviously and then I hit think it in, off. I think in the montage they then they kiss, kiss the, in the montage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they do. Because you knew that was going to happen. You have two single gay Just friends. They're getting it out of the way. But they had and to get also, the call is uh, the reason we forgot is because it's like th- the Four. most nothing call. It's yeah. literally just like, "Hey, you should come join me. I'm at a party, and you're being sad out alone." She's like, "Oh, don't fuck with but me. I love you being hate sad it there." Alone. And it's the <laughs> last yeah. And she's like, "Also, you hate it." He's like, "It's the worst." Extended cut, and there's another hour to go. <laughs> And also the funny thing about the two gay guys getting together is also there's another scene of the black assistant, Louis, getting together with her old boyfriend, yeah. who is also black. Yep. The only two black people at this party. Yes, so that like, we get there eventually. But yeah, there is literally, there are two black people in this movie. So, of course, they end up in a relationship. The other guy it's, isn't even really in it, though. He shows up for the first no, time at this party like no, that she's at at Christmas. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure. Like, is it supposed to be another guy? Because there was, like, one other black guy in the movie. Because I did notice as soon as there was any black people. <laughs> including, like, when she was helping uh, Carrie move shit. Uh, Louise, like, there was a guy who... There was another black dude who was, like, helping her lift stuff. Oh, yeah. And, you know, she made a one little offhand thing of, like... Because he kind of, like, looked at her boobs. And she was like, hey, this ain't for you. And he's like, ah, ha, ha. And, like, kind of do, like, a little thing. I... W- I no, thought I, it I was mean, supposed to be that ex, guy again. It's her ex-boyfriend from back home. Because she's back home oh, when this okay. happens. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. It's really Everybody. weird. Like the way that that's Everyone set up. needs to get back with their exes and yeah. Yeah. move that forward at any cost. the whitest party I've ever seen in St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, we do that, and Miranda also has a moment of like, oh, I thought having a family meant I wasn't supposed to be lonely in Chinese food on New Year's. And it's like, you don't have a family right now. <laughs> you, in fact, are not with the... Bre- you divorce. Oh, my God. Well, I it's mean, painful. it's now coming back to, oh, she's lonely now, so she's going to get back to the guy who yeah. fucking Yeah, there was a scene of her, lonely. I guess, like, she was giving over her kid to uh, Steve, the... On New, Year's Eve. on New Year's Eve. Oh, and right. it's the most yeah. awkward scene in the movie. Yeah, fucking so Steve's world. like, really, you should come back to me. Eyes. Yeah, he says, like, yeah, I, I'm sorry, please come back to me. And she says, no. And she's then, like, like, no, you fucking cheat on me. And, and you, you can have feel, done nothing. You can feel the tides slowly starting to push her back to him. Yeah, it's really so bad. Slowly, uh, she is turning done, into. He's done nothing to earn totally her. Totally the bad guy. She, he's there done is nothing. Also Nothing. There's also the beginning of this scene has maybe the most heavy handed setup of anything in the film, which is pretty incredible, which is she's talking to their son and is just like, 
yeah, and New Year's Eve, so they stand under the thing, and they both say, I love you, and then they kiss. It's amazing. You know, like, this whole thing. And then he knocks on the door to pick the kid up. And as they're, like, doing their exchange, the little kid's like, now kiss. And it's supposed to be this big, heartwarming, funny moment. And it's just like... As society oh, this kid's gonna have a lot go of problems. Cheating husband. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, gonna come up again soon. Well, don't worry, because it's fashion week. It's okay though. <laughs> fashion week's done. Nothing happens. Yep. All right. Yeah. Well, no, that was no, fashion, fashion week. week starts. There's, fashion week ends. There's Those are one my notes. thing that pissed me off, and this is where Charlotte literally says, "You should forgive Steve to Miranda." And then when they talk about Carrie and Mr. Big, he's like, I will never forgive Mr. Big. That does happen there. Yeah. She's like, yeah, forgive right, the cheater. Right. Don't forgive the guy who had a moment of panic and let you have left you at the altar. Fucking hell. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte is the fucking worst. <laughs> she's such a hit. Yeah, she's not great. And yeah, so basically they just have a little montage of like, look at all these labels and designers. Okay, back to the film. Uh, so... Uh, fur is murder. I forgot about... Oh, right, right, yeah, right. Samantha they have a scene where they're fur. walking out of Fashion yeah. Week and, uh, yeah, some protester just throws a bunch of red paint on Samantha's very expensive fur garment yelling, fur is murder, to which she replies, oh, I love New York it's in the most a, like, bougie shit. It's such a, like... This was clearly meant for an episode of a TV show, but they never got to do it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut back to Carrie alone in her apartment, I believe, uh, going through magazines and shit. And on the bottom of a pile is the Vogue that she was in, and she was going to look at it. But more importantly, there is an <laughs> incredible choice of magazine on top of it. Yes. It's a New York magazine. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, this is amazing. Like, so it says the... It's a New York magazine. It's like- million dollar question uh and it's just talking about how long until the housing bubble bursts in 2008 <laughs> and it's just kind of like For i'm sitting here in 2020 like in 2008. Ah. <laughs> yeah so she moves that boring shit out of the way who fucking cares about that time to look at vogue baby <laughs> and i can't even remember what she finds when she looks in vogue i literally cannot remember she just if there's any value she's like a bride she talks about it in the next scene so the next scene Miranda and Carrie are going out on Valentine's Day for a restaurant I'm like why don't go on Valentine's Day you fucking idiot of course it's going to be filled to the rafters with stupid love stuff what are you fucking doing yeah I don't know what they were thinking of this because like unless you are actually going out with your significant other on Valentine's Day you do not go eat out on Valentine's Day no you don't. You and will so the literally waitress... just make yourself sad. Even yeah. if you are totally cool with being single, yeah. you'll still be like, yeah, that looks nice. So the waitress <laughs> no, assumes like... they're girlfriends, which oh, obviously... They're why here on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Valentine's Day. And then, so Carrie talks about how she read her article and she realized she said, I wanted this and I did that and it was all me, me, me and nothing about Hour me. 50. Yeah. This is the part where the women have decided they are to blame. Yes. Oh, yeah, she she's to blame because her wedding was all about her. And it's like, you know, a little bit, yes, but also he could have just fucking talked to you. He could have said any words to I her. I feel like right? the blame. He could have called anyone. The blame is evenly distributed between them. I, yes. I feel so, yes. And then. Miranda decides to confess that she told Mr. Big that marriages fucking suck at that rehearsal dinner. Yeah, she felt that, like and, 
Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, sorry, yeah. And then, like, Carrie then goes, well, I'm not to blame anymore. You are. You freaked him out. How could you do yeah, this, this to me? this scene is so fucking funny because Carrie is like, you know, I, I was all about me. Maybe I should have listened to him. And then, like, Miranda's watching. She's like, you know, I actually said something to him. Maybe it was my fault. And she's like, it was your fault. Oh, like, she immediately just goes back on yeah, everything like, she yes. thought about. You kept <laughs> a secret just, from <laughs> me. And then she goes to storm out and then she comes back in. And it's like, I have a secret from you. I think you shouldn't have left. Steve, even though he fucking cheated on you. That? I thought that was a mistake. Oh. I lost my fucking shit at that. Oh my it god. Was... He cheated yeah. on her. Yeah. Like, I that's want... pretty clear cut, I feel I like. I want to remind <laughs> you that she didn't have sex with him for six months because she's busy and had a fucking kid. And instead and they of don't talking communicate. to her... Wait, yeah, it's, it's, it's more than not communicating else. than yep. anything yeah, else. It's... He, yep. did, he didn't God. do anything to fix that. Nope, he just, just went, went out and banged someone else. Why on earth should Miranda forgive him? Yeah, so... Oh, the tides have shifted. The carry runs out so of the restaurant. Yeah, everyone's freaking out. Valentine's Day across the board. Um someone is oh, who is it who's waiting was it Sam who was like waiting outside it was, or no, it was Miranda was waiting inside the, inside the taxi when Carrie left oh, because they hadn't my. talked to each other for three days and Carrie's like oh yeah, that was Miranda's the longest like, we've never gone without talking yeah and so yeah Carrie leaves her apartment or something and Miranda's sitting out in a taxi and she invites her into the taxi because it's raining and they have like you know a makeup talk there and where Carrie um, once again says you should forgive Steve for cheating on you yeah. There is a very, very funny, to me at least, like half second cut in the middle of this conversation. Like they're having it in the back of a cab of just like, oh, love is better than all things. And it, we just got to get it together and we can make this work. It's all about cooperation. Like it's this whole dumb speech about how it's definitely their fault and they should just forgive everything and go to it. And yep. it, they have a half second cut to the cabbie in a cabbie hat, just the back of his head, just nodding in agreement. Yeah, it's like this old and Pakistani so dude, just like, yeah, that's the way. Yeah. Like, the Once again, we have found a person of color. Ah, oh, shit, they're hired help. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Not again. And then the scene that made me pause the movie and pace. Um, we had to stop here, yes. We, I had to stop here because I couldn't contain how angry I was. Because it cuts to Miranda and Steve in a, a marriage counselor's office. And she's like, how can I trust so him? He cheated on me. And then he's like, how can I trust you? You left me for cheating on you. Yeah. And the therapist goes, it's a good well, point. That, that's true. You both can't trust each other. But maybe you should try and get over that together. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. This no. therapist Even is like the a CNN newspaper in this neutrality period. He's got to play both no. sides. No, no. fuck off. Him being like, you broke a vow after I cheated on you. How can I trust you? And it's another one of those Steve not doing fucking anything to help, like, to Steve get Steve has earned none of this. No, he doesn't deserve <laughs> they keep her. Trying to, they keep trying to act like Steve is, like, the nicest man on the planet. Yes. And all he comes across as is a nice guy. Yeah, yeah he seems if you like know what whip. I mean. Like... Yeah, like he's, he's awful. Oh. He cheated on her, but it's her fault because she was frigid, I guess. And because yeah, no one. And why would we even talk? Just do it. Yeah, just go right. Oh yeah, that was that, that was, was the part line. he brings yes. up. Right, yes. I forgot that yes. was one of the lines. Is she's like, well, you broke our vow and fucked someone who wasn't me. <laughs> like that's a thing we discussed. And then he goes, well, what about the other vows? Like we'll always be there for each other, better or worse, and we'll try and improve each other and all that shit. And she's like. You cheated on me. 
<laughs> but but I'm worried. He's so worried that she's gonna hold his infidelity oh, for right. him forever. I'm so worried you're always going to hold this against me. Because and it's I like we're not you. past it, dude. <laughs> but then it's like, yeah, you should get past uh, it. And I had to stop because this is the most morally repugnant thing I've seen in a film in a long time. And so she gets back with him. She gets back with him. Yeah. Hmm. And it, yeah, well, it just the, the, slayed me. Yeah, they come out they of the have, therapy session the saying they're like, oh, we're done with therapy now. In three weeks, we're going to meet. And if we both meet, maybe we'll get back together. If not, then it's done. Well, it's, their whole thing is we're going to meet. And if we both show up, then that's an agreement between the two of us to just leave the past behind and just go forward. And I was like, that's not a healthy way to live. That's <laughs> yeah, actually quite bad. Yeah. Like, you know what happens when you just ignore history? Shit happens again. Itself. Actually, yeah, that's kind of the thing it does. That's, wow, it's, we it's notorious. Nothing, and we're back together. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. okay. It goes from that Two scene hours. to the. Uh, oh, wait, we forgot. The, the helper got married. Yeah, we yeah, forgot. She's after the therapist, I think. Yeah. Okay. After the therapist, all, she's with Terry. It's Gary. all blurred by hour 50. It really was. Hour, oh, hour and 50. Sorry, I thought you meant hour 50. I was like, how many times did you watch that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. So the assistant person's she got like, back with her ex. Yeah, and yeah, she's getting married, so that's a thing. So she's moving back home, so she's no longer being going to be in the movie. Goodbye, sassy black woman who fixed everything. Yep, Sarah Jessica Parker is fixed now. Yes, yeah, fixed. But now. don't worry, the sassy black woman left behind one powerful code. We'll get there. <laughs> Yeah, so then we cut to uh, Miranda, who's on the Brooklyn Bridge, looking around, because I guess that's the meeting point. Uh, Apparently, it's halfway halfway between their two apartments or something. I guess one of them lives in Brooklyn and one lives in Manhattan, sure. Uh, Yeah, and she's looking around, and they're both there, and then they run to each other and embrace, and it's very happy that now they are back together. And it plays happy music, like this sappy, shitty music. And then they go off and have sex. And that fixed everything, yep. I guess. And then Steve got away with it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, yeah. yep. And that's the resolution. That's, like, that's the resolution. That's the oh, thing, right? God. Is it really is? It's just at, at the end of the day, Steve got off scot free. Yeah. <laughs> like he had. To he was really deal. sad though. He was mopey for a few months. Uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. So. And then we cut to is, Samantha uh, seeing the dick. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's walking Hell along the beach yeah. with her dog, See and the dog the runs up into the neighbor's uh, house, and that Dante dude is there taking a shower in the nude, and she sees... Which we now we now know his name is Dante, her, her very, neighbor very that she's been hornily watching. By the yeah. way, he's in the same shower that Charlotte was in in yes. Mexico. Yes, yes. Yeah, but... In the same water she, No, she's in L.A., and that was Mexico. I don't know why they would shoot that same scene there. <laughs> no! Yeah, so she sees the dick and he's like, "Do you see anything you like or something like that?" And she's just like has this morality conflict where she's would like, "Would you like to join me?" Yeah, and the dog's yeah, humping something you... on the dick. Yeah. That's like that's the third funny. time yeah, the dog's like, humping something. But yeah, she walks up and is like a gawking at him nude in the in the shower, and yeah, he just kind of goes like, "Oh, hi, I'm Dante. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can come over whenever you want. By the way, if you want to join me in the shower or fuck or whatever." And then she's just kind of like. Ah, 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 and like runs down the stairs with her dog. Oh By the way, God. we skipped uh, over the sushi scene. That was on Valentine's Day, which yes, was that was the Oh right, Day yeah. Right, sorry, that was I didn't Valentine's know. Valentine's Day freakouts. Yeah, which was right. she decided to she decided not telling him anything whatsoever that she was gonna wait for him lying naked. She's gonna do the naked sushi lady thing. 
Yeah. And this Which, is Samantha, by the way, but, just to be yes, clear. This is Samantha and the hunk. Yeah. And it's like, she didn't tell him, so he he ended up working late. He calls, she doesn't pick up phone, he leaves a message saying, I'm still at work, I'm going to be late. And she's fed up because she's lying there forever because uh, maybe you should actually do this on a day when you know exactly when yes. I'm going to Aside be Aside from the whole lane with food on your part, sushi has a shelf life. So yeah, yep. yeah maybe you, may you shouldn't just be that doing down. that. And that's and when yeah. she rolls over and sees the neighbor fucking two women and watches him. Yeah, and is like, oh, I wanted that. And <laughs> like, then they have a fight about it because he had to yeah. work late and... She throws sushi I, at I him. really, I really cannot emphasize enough, too, that, like, this one, a lot of them are kind of like, a lot of people are to blame. This one is all, literally all her. Like, hunk it is 100% wrong. Her up and down. The hunk did nothing. Like, literally, it was Valentine's Day. He knew he was going to work late. So he calls her and leaves a message on the answering machine that she can hear. Yeah, she explicitly says, did not answer the hey, phone because she was lying on the yeah, table with sushi on She was her. lying on the table covered in sushi and decided, like, well, I'm not going to get up to answer the phone. And he leaves a message that's like... Hey, really sorry, working super late tonight. I'll, uh, you know, I'll be back when I'm back, but uh, sorry, I'll see you later. Love you lots. That kind of thing. And then she's just like, well, I'll just keep lying on the table covered in sushi until he arrives. And it's like, and then he, in fact, was correct. He was working late and he's like, oh, hi, I'm back. She's like, you were two hours late. And he's like, yeah, I called to tell you that. What's the, what's wrong? And she's like, I was covered in sushi naked. And he's like, what? Sorry. What? Yeah, you didn't what? tell me you were going to do that. Yeah, this was not yeah. his fault. <laughs> no, he hunk did not. Did like, literally, wrong. this this fucking beautiful hunk, this beautiful man me, walks into work, says, I love my girlfriend, but I need to work today on Valentine's Day. He calls regretfully and says, I know you were excited, but I have to work late tonight at the hunk factory. It's important. <laughs> and then we're behind schedule. He on comes hunk back. Shipments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's just making sparks like in uh, 80s music videos. Right. He's just one of those guys working an angle grinder. Yeah. <laughs> Shirtless. And yeah, After so he just comes home and she yeah. freaks out and it's like, she throws he did sushi nothing. at him. By the way, also, good he had sushi. a box of chocolates for her. Yeah. But she never saw that because she stormed off. Mm. Yeah, like he even after, yeah, as if the perfect hunk was still already not in the wrong enough. After she storms out, they then show him pulling out a really nice gift and being like, well, all right. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's, he's alone. Best. There's no more sushi this, left. Yeah. Oh, Cut back to I New hope York. This hunk no, no, needs a well, happy life. I mean, the great thing about when she sees Dante's dick um, is then when it cuts, there's, there's a. <laughs> There's a line that Sarah Jessica Parker says that's, um, Dante had taken her to hell or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was like, it was, yeah, it was like the second she had, like, met Dante, she was now in hell. Yeah, <laughs> like, her seeing life was Dante's, hell. like, dick, she was now in hell. I'm like, oh, Dante, hell. Okay, I get it. Ah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. show was clever like, when it was on uh-huh. HBO. Dante, I'll exterminate. Yeah, but, uh, so <laughs> she saw, she sees the dick, um, we then cut to a scene of them all meeting up, and it is zero to fat shaming in the blink of an eye. So, they so really. Fat. So Sarah Jessica Parker's having like a re housewarming party for her apartment yeah, again. Yeah, she somehow moved back into the old apartment she had at a markup, right? of course, since fucking. There's my no words. way that and wasn't rented. There's a knock on the door. Surprise! It's Samantha. But I thought you were in L.A. And it's and like she yeah, flew we're in from L.A. Back. because Why she always so fat, does this. Samantha, she's not fat. 
She has like, kind of like she's a little pudgy, I guess. Like she had just a little even. bit. Like, not even. It's they, just she is Hollywood no, made pudgy, yeah. like at yeah, best. Like it's a matter of like it, it, they purposely gave her an outfit that was a little too tight, yes. so it forces yeah. a and, little and bit of gun out. Like that's it. Slouch a little bit, yeah. so like her yeah. belly comes out. But that's it. That's, that's it. what. And yes, the camera zooms in on this. So I didn't actually. We didn't why. recognize it. No, I didn't realize why. I was like, why the fuck is it zooming in on like her top? So until much? every one of her friends yeah. called her fat as yes. shit. Until they were the next five the table minutes, and they were like, "Fatty, fatty, stop eating, fatty." And I'm like, "Oh my fucking, that's why they were zooming yeah, in." They like give her endless shit about this, and I'm just sitting here thinking like. God, what a magical fucking life it must be to just passively be thin and in shape and only be fat if you fuck up, as opposed right. to my whole fucking life on this planet Earth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know how hard I work for these muscles? Fuck! <laughs> it's just, yeah, so this uh, this whole scene sucks. It's so bad. Like, they, they go in on her, too. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Is this where we get to any of the friends like, deserves to get gone in on? It's probably Sam. Scene. Yeah, is this where they talk about her breakup, where she breaks up with the... Yeah, uh, well, she, yeah. this is where they tell... She's like, oh, well, he stood by me in chemo. Yeah, he he's literally yeah. the perfect guy, actually. Yeah, yeah, he but stood I'm by unhappy. me when I was having chemo. I can stand by him now. And people, they were like, you're comparing your relationship now to going through chemo together? Like, like kind of sounds like you're fucking miserable. And I'm like, yeah. Because and also, like, yeah, during the scene office. where she's breaking up with the dude, like, the hunk guy, the hunk guy takes it super well. He's like, oh, that's a bummer, yeah. man. Like, I thought yeah, we had a thing going. Yeah, it goes going, from but, their oh, talk, well. and she's like, well. I love you, you know? But I love me more. Yeah, she's like, she's like, I love you, but I love me more. But she's like, I love you, and, you know. But if it'll make you happy. Yeah, she straight up says. She says, like, I'm going to say the thing you're not supposed to say. I love me more than you. Like, it's that kind of thing. And it's like. Holy shit, get this hunk out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Someone get this hunk on the road. <laughs> Save that hunk. <laughs> Save so, the yeah, hunk uh, so yeah, uh, the new speedrun world record between seeing a dick and breaking up a five plus year relationship. Under 10 minutes. New I world don't record. think we ever <laughs> see her banging the neighbor, but I assume she did so immediately. Oh, just walk straight down the stairs of his apartment and then back up to Dante's apartment. <laughs> like, it doesn't show that, but she absolutely That should have been in the extended cut. Yeah. God. Yeah. Two hours and ten minutes. We're almost there. We're almost done. Uh, By the way, a baby exists. We have not talked about Mr. Big except for that time he was eating a steak. Because he wasn't in the film. Yeah, he's not in the film. Yeah, this is a lie by omission. He just wasn't there. Yeah, so yeah. Charlotte's like at a restaurant or something and like she's getting a table and then she sees Mr. Big in the corner so she goes to leave because she doesn't want anything to deal with him. And he sees she's her. She's really neurotic about it. Yeah, so he sees her. They walk outside. They start arguing about each other. Like she's angry that she he left him and everything. And then she's like, "Oh no, my water broke." And he's like, well, "Okay, well my car's right here. I'll take you to the hospital." And she's like, "No, I don't want to go with you." And like I'm just thinking, like as she's, I'll just I'll just get a cab as like five taxis whiz by full. And he's like, "That's stupid. I'll just get you to a I, hospital. I have it's a car fine. in New York, like, dude." I'm, Look, I get it. You don't like me, yeah. my car, you're going to love it. It's great. Yeah, this is another thing where it's like, this is a whole season packed into one movie because we cut from her getting into the car to Carrie going to the hospital and the baby's born. Mm-hmm. The baby just happens yeah, off screen. There is no birth scene, no nothing, not even taking her to the hospital. She just gets in the car and then back. Yeah, the baby's Baby's there. there. My and friends it really and I, is just... My friends brought up a good point we were watching. It's like, it would have been way funnier if the baby was like a different color than her. 
when he was in the hospital, which I <laughs> oh, thought. God. Oh my God, that would be the best payoff of the endless xenophobia. <laughs> like she that doesn't would be have amazing. the happy marriage and it's cheating there too, but yeah. Nope, she was, no, she was just perfect and yeah, just she's a little the racist. Only, she's funny the only racist. one that comes out of this with their relationship unscathed. And honestly, I really wish she'd gone. Like, I know, so it's crazy. like everyone else, it's like, I kind of, by the end of this, I'm like, a lot of these people are dumb and misguided and all that shit, but like, they're not intentionally trying to be awful. But, like, why does Charlotte get away? Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. It's like the moral story is if you're favorite. racist, it's cool. That's like it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't drink the water in Mexico. You'll shit yourself. That's that's the moral of the story, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, they just they tell her the husband um, tells her that Mr. Big took her to the hospital and was there with her the whole time. And maybe you should forgive him. You seem really sorry. It's and... the only plot that's left. Yeah. Sorry, I'm all full of love just because I saw my child get born or whatever. So I'm having emotions, <laughs> which like, <laughs> fair, fair, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah, all right. Um, but yeah, he's just like, you should definitely go get back with him. It's fine. It's, it's the end of the movie. Really, he was waiting for you, and yeah, we somehow are two and a half hours have passed, and we're almost not together yet. This is terrible. So this next scene is really uh, weird. Like I didn't get the rationale for it. She's back at her apartment, so looking like she's back at her apartment. She's trying to find a way she to decided, contact Mr. Big, right? Like, yeah, well, so, it's not that. Yeah, it's earlier, like she's looking through. It's cause, well, it's it's when she's in the hospital. He says uh, when he's telling uh, when the. When Charlotte's husband is telling Carrie about Mr. Big's message, he's like, yeah, by the way, he said he's been writing you like nonstop and you just never reply. And she's like, oh, that's what well, why would he say that if he wasn't writing? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Why would he say that if he wasn't writing to you? And so there was she a goes scene back, to apartment. back Earlier, with Louise yeah, where, where she she's like... going through her emails on the massive MacBook Pro. <laughs> And she's and and she's like, well, there's an email from him in here. I'm not going to show it to you, but what do you want me to do with it? And... Carrie's like, put it somewhere, I'll never see it ever again. And this is the payoff. I I believe she says, is there somewhere on cyberspace you can put it? (laughs) Sorry. Somewhere on cyberspace. It was something like that. It was something about cyberspace. Yeah, she hates computer. So Um, yeah, the assistant put all the emails in a password protected thing. And it's a p- password protected file, and so yeah, she's like digging through all this stuff, can't find any letters or anything. She calls and then she goes the to get in. Yeah, calls the assistant, and goes, "Hey, I need the password," because she like password protected this part of her inbox, I guess. And uh, then she's like, "Oh well, you know, call me back when you get it, whatever." And you know, kind of distraught that like, "Oh no, I don't have the password, so I can't see these. They're probably all in here." And then she reaches down, and then on the thing, it's the keys. And this was shown once before, and I can't remember who owned it, but it's like. This Louisa. huge key ring. Yeah. It was Louise's key ring. Okay, and she left and she it behind. Left for some right. reason. I guess, yeah. And it's this big, huge fucking thing that just says love. Like, it's the biggest key ring ornament. It's absurd. It would not fit in your pocket. No. No, it is fucking gigantic. It and would barely fit in your purse. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's like, it seems like it would poke holes and shit in your purse. Like, it would do damage to other items. Uh, so, yeah, she reaches down, sees that, and goes, oh, the password's probably love. And types it in and is correct. Which what? motherfuckers use a fucking password generator? Come on. <laughs> Even worse, it's four letters. Yeah. All lowercase. One word. Come on now. All alpha all alphabetical characters. It's ridiculous. One this is a terrible password. <laughs> well, no, it's oh. 2008, so maybe it would take two or three seconds. <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, love is the password. She gets in, and lo and behold, it's. 
a bunch of emails from Mr. Big that are all just copy pasted uh, love yeah, letters from other men. No, from the fucking from the book, book she had. He, so that's and she does this as like it's supposed to be a big romantic thing, probably because she doesn't know how an iPhone works and does not understand the concept of copy paste. <laughs> like she is, but it, yeah, she is like, somehow she is a like, fucking published author. She is a published author who does not know how copy paste works. Yep. Like she even says she's like he must have retyped all these up. Like, like no, nah. he looked them up on Google, copied them. And then pasted them. And yeah, then she gets to, she goes through all of them and she's like, oh, all these love letters from Voltaire, all these great men. Oh, and he wrote me one too. And it, all it is is like, sorry, I fucked it, but I do love you a lot. <laughs> and then she's like, all right, that's good enough for me. Yeah. He sent one that was like, rub a dub dub, thanks for the grub. Yeah. Oh my God. And uh, so now they're back together. They like have a brief oh. reunion. Yeah, yeah. So he goes. What, what the... happens is she goes to like she has to get her shit out of the old Mister Big apartment before like the place yes. closes. Like, this is right. Yeah. Remind this her. Fucking scene. Yeah. yeah. Like so you she... have to go back. This is the last day. If you want those shoes, go back and get them. Yeah. So she runs back to Mister Big's place and starts looking Thank through. Thank God and... for this magic black woman who knows exactly when she needs to go back to get the shoes so that she can have her happy ending. <laughs> she is Thank not together enough for this. She. By the oh. way, Louise is. Back in St. Louis or whatever, she's not even working for this chick anymore, and she fucking takes no. the call. Yeah, and she still takes the call and is also like, "Oh yeah, by the way, those shoes are still up there. You should get them." And she's like, "Well, I don't know." She's like, "You should send them to me if you don't want them. I yeah. guess they're like five. They're like four hundred dollars shoes." And Sarah Jessica Parker corrects her and goes, 575 <laughs> And it's like, "You fucking ass, right? yeah. yeah." Oh, by I was the just way, she's think getting paid for a wedding dress time. right now, like. If you want to know how much Louise has to put her life on hold to fix Carrie, <laughs> yeah. she's literally taking the call as she's being fitted for a wedding dress. It's so sad. <laughs> it's okay. Oh. I've got you, white people. It's fine. I got you. <laughs> it's like, I'm perfectly happy to do this for you. Yeah, so Carrie goes and walks through her old closet that's bigger than some apartments I've lived in. Mr. Big is there. And yeah. He fits the shoe on her. Uh, And by the way, Cinderella has been brought up a whole bunch of times randomly in this wedding. And the final shot, or during this film, and the final shot is him putting the shoe onto her foot. And it's like, boy, that was ham-fisted. Wow, I didn't even get that's what they're going for. She was reading the Asian girl Cinderella earlier. And the Asian girl went to Halloween as Cinderella and yeah. he put a shoe on her foot. Do you get it? Do you see what's I, happening here? I didn't. Even, it's so loose and weak and contrived yep. that I didn't even parse yep. that. I just assumed you it was like... You would not be blamed. Yeah, because what happens is they're in the, the closet and he's there and the only thing left is her shoes and he's just standing there looking at her shoes, which is kind of weird if we can oh, yes. take a sec. <laughs> yeah. He was like but, holding well, he like didn't know she would be there. Something. Yeah, like he's... Uh, but yeah, so but yeah, so she walks in and they have like a little conversation. And at one point, uh, he apologizes whole... for not being romantic when they talked about marriage before. Which and is, then she yeah. apologizes for trying to blow it out of proportion. And like they do somewhat touch on some of the problems in their relationship nowhere near enough of them but it's <laughs> like, okay yeah. though because uh they just go to city hall and get married wow who yeah, could have seen this so, coming yeah he gets down so on yeah, one knee a, yeah he gets down on one knee in in the closet and then she he's like oh i don't have a ring but does this work and puts the shoe on yeah it's a cinderella thing 
Uh, and yeah, they get married in a tiny wedding, just like he wanted. With is not, the dress she initially, the black, the, the, <laughs> the power suit and, dress. Yes, the, the skirt she originally picked out, because we knew that where that was going. And when Didn't, we say they got the married, they were start. at City Hall, just officiated yes, like by a city official. Like, yep. with no friends or anything there. Just them. Nope. That's what he wanted. He was like, J- I just want it to be just us. And the original outfit she picked out until she got bullied into this dress. And, like, yeah, we all knew that was where this was going. So predictable. That's Foreshadowing. How we, we said this. It, when, before they broke up the first wedding, we are like, they're going to get married in City Hall with her wearing the outfit she originally picked up. That's how this movie's going to end. And that's how it ended. And the worst part is, like, it's not even... What kills me is there's no compromise in this. No. Right? Like, it's literally just what he him, wanted. What he wanted from yep. beginning to end, and she was wrong across the board, yep. I guess. Which, I don't know. If they would have had, like, a smallish wedding with, like, 10 or 20 people or something, it was, like, that kind of thing, and there was a little festivity, it would be like, okay, I get it. I get what you're going for. That's in the middle somewhere. But no, it's just exactly what he requested. Oh, but Ty, <laughs> it's okay, because he invited her friends, but not for the actual ceremony. Just after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, after the fact, they walk out, and she's like, oh, it's great, but, I, you know, I would love to have my friends here. And he's like, I thought so. That's why they're here. And opens the door, and they're here. And then everyone drinks champagne. And then they go to Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They seriously go to a fucking Red Robin after this. And I was just like... <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, they're like, oh, we decided we wanted to make the rest of it mid-scale as well. Mid-scale. Not just... Like Red Robin yeah, is a mid-scale, mid-scale. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. They could have been like a diner or something. I don't know. Taco Bells. <laughs> yeah, it's... God, Dan Reichert. Either way, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just... Uh, it was a second ago, it was like, Taco Bell. Wait, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> right, that did happen recently. Uh, Taco Bell it. tried to fuck him over on the tax shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, and that's well, the movie. It's done. Everyone's happy. Everyone's back together. Even the fucking cheater. Fucking asshole. There's a good shot of him just laughing and smiling like everyone else because he's been re-welcomed to the group. An asshole. And my final note is, oh my god, it's over. Finally, god, this movie sucked ass. Um, And in my final review of this film, I will say... uh, God, this movie sucked ass. It's Ooh. tremendous. There's a lot of really bad uh, morals of the story that they tried yes. to Horrible rules and not even in a like, oh, real life is never like this kind of thing way. Just like, just absolutely horrible lessons to teach anybody. And women are like, always at fault. It's always the women's fault. Get back together with your cheating husband. Get back together with the guy who ditched you at the altar. It was your fault for wanting a big wedding in the first place. If you want to have a successful marriage, make sure you fuck your husband constantly. Yes. Meet his needs. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of bad messaging going on in this one. It's like, grown-ups, it's just like you would occasionally have, like, a joke that sucked. Like, it was offensive. Like, there'd be a homophobic joke or a fatphobic joke or whatever. Grown-ups is garbage. Grown-ups No, what I'm saying is... It's okay to rape your wife. Yeah. Grown-ups. Well, no, the, the thing is... Yeah, like the thing I'm going to say though is the difference between Grown Ups and this is like Grown Ups is trying to play it for comedy, right? So like even when it sucks, it's like it sucks but then it's gone. It's like in and out and out the door and it's not like a big part of the story. This sucks at its core. You and have like, to put up with all line. of this to watch like, this movie. And it's 
and it's not being played as comedy. It's being played as like a story you should learn. You, the viewer, should learn from. Yep. Which this is, is strong, scary. empowered women and um, living their lives in their forties and, uh, and getting cheated on by their husbands, like people in their forties do. Uh, and yeah, there's like all sorts of egregious shit oh, yeah, here the last and there, film, but it's like uh, so the last scene of this film was them giving uh, what's her name. The slutty one of birthday cake because she was 50, and they're like, 50 is the new 40. Like, yeah. I just. uh. And just, yeah, like every part of this movie, like it's. It's that deep undercurrent kind of like yes. misogyny and racism that really is deeply uncomfortable and unsettling. Like it's one of those things that just like it's trying to hide it to a certain extent, but it isn't at all. Yeah, it, I think the thing is you expect uh, Adam Sandler film to be filled with There's gross, stupid, yeah. offensive shit. You go in, you know that's what's going to happen. So you're kind of ready for it when it happens and you just groan and move on. I was not expecting this film to be so aggressively misogynist. A film about women, ostensibly for a female audience, like, women were the ones who watched Sex and the City. Mm -hmm. Well, like, it actually was a show for them, is the thing. Like, that was part of what made it so weird at the time. Was, yeah, it was, like, one of the few pieces of media for women, and, God. (laughs) And now, in this movie... Like it's the just opposite. Every plot point, because <laughs> yeah. in the show they clearly all got their happy endings. So the writers had no idea what they could possibly do next. We need conflict to fill up two and a half hours for some reason. <laughs> I mean, the thing that's crazy is it, it shows that like you know this movie is going to end exactly where it began from yes. the word go, yes. and like it super does yep. in a way that's it like. <sighs> Normally in sitcoms, when everything goes back together at the end, it's fine because the incident was like Alf uh, went outside too long or something like that. Like it's, it's something like small. It's go, not Alf. cheated on. Her. Sorry, I've been watching some Alf recently. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you know in the first uh, the pilot episode of Alf is way better than the later ones because he's got a weird like "Hey, it's me, Alf from Jersey" kind of thing going on, which is really strange. <laughs> Uh, and then later on, they made him like a happy-go-lucky, just like, hey, it's me, a Melman. And it's way worse. It was just, God, if there was gross Uncle Alf for like three seasons, I would sit down and watch all of it. No problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like it, the events are just like a small thing here or there that's easily wrapped up and contained. And you can perceive a group of people returning back to normalcy after it occurs yep. very quickly, as opposed to... Oh my god, I cheated on you. I'm so fucking sorry. Oh my god, I ruined our marriage. I really... Oh, jeez. Like, so will you forgive you me now? Have that. Yeah, Just forgive me now. I'm yeah. sorry. You've got to forgive me now. I said I said I'm sorry. But like, we discussed this when when Charlotte was pregnant. We were like, okay, uh, one, is she going to give birth to the baby? I'm like, can the movie really go over a year? And this was kids? before the time skip happened. Yes. And then the other one was, is she going to miscarry? And I was like, no, no, there is no way this film is going to have something that tragic that has, happen. Yeah, yeah that has Charlotte. real tragedy behind yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely that is. not. It is never going to do that. And that was not. where we were like, well, then I guess she's just not going to do anything in yeah, this film. She's, she's basically going to get nothing in this film. But yeah, it, it really was like, yeah, there is no weight to this film whatsoever, despite the fact it has terrible morals. There's nothing here. Do you know what the most exciting part of all this is, team? I know what you're about to say. Yeah, allegedly the second movie is worse than this one, which is, uh, 
Well, if it has another plot of a husband cheating and getting forgiven, I will hate it just as much. But honestly, that pissed me off more than literally I... anything I've watched in any of the other three movies. <laughs> so I'm not sure like, two can be worse, because that was yeah, offended like my me first concern. Yeah, my first concern was like, well, it's going to be shorter, so certainly it'll be better on that front. But uh, nope, <laughs> bad no. news, it's the same length. Uh, also, two and a half hours, great. Um, but yeah, like unless they have a scene where Sarah Jessica Parker like b- b- like pulls up the Geneva Conventions and is like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> like, I don't see how they could get worse. Guess we'll up. find out. Well, we'll find out. I heard it was all shot all in Abu Dhabi during the recession, so that's probably not a good great start. Oh, it's probably oh, boy. it's probably hugely racist. Then we're gonna get like Adam Sandler in here, huh? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> all right, so everybody. Which which one are you? There's four of us and there's four oh, characters. Jesus. We have to do this now. Oh, wait, so, legally. so you tell me someone has to be Charlotte. No, someone has to be the slutty one. <laughs> I mean, I'll be the slutty one. I have no clue. I'll hold that. I'll, I'll carry that weight. <laughs> I mean, we can't be. We're. I, I'm going to say we were happily married. I'm not sure I believe in marriage anymore. <laughs> So this theory has right. made us question the institution of marriage as a whole. Could I be Luis? <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. I'm the hunk. <laughs> I am obviously Dante. I don't know. <laughs> that or the dog that humps everything. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I would rather be the dog that fucks than anyone else in this movie. Like, for sure. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. No, I wait. I'm the cabbie who like nodded solemnly and is just like, <laughs> oh my god, the meter's still running. Please though, get out of my cab. <laughs> Cabby's just like, fuck it, I'm getting paid. Yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't have to go anywhere and he gets money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of us has to be Mr. Big who just disappears from most of the movie and so therefore thankfully gets less shit on him. Away. <laughs> That's Giap. That's Giap <laughs> free. Yeah, Giap got the fuck out of here after season one. Smart, yeah, Cle- smart. clever boy. There you go. Oh well, with that, that I believe will end our review and analysis of the film *Sex in the City*, produced in two thousand eight. Uh, Thirty minutes shorter than the movie. Well, I hope you enjoyed *Cowboy Bebop* and. Uh, don't Thanks watch for, this film. Please don't watch this one. Please, if you listen to the podcast first, please, I implore you, don't watch Sex and the It's so bad. It's so bad. Just lie in the bathtub for two and a half hours. More It'll enjoyable. be better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's considerably more enjoyable. Like, just lie on the ground and think about a nice color. <laughs> It'll be better than this. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, next season, we're going to be starting season one of Sex in the City. <laughs> Mm. Yeehaw! (laughs) See you later, space anime!